brand new podcast and you're going to love it. She is a TikTok star that I discovered. I would say I discovered her. I've been, Brian Regan actually probably did. Actually, she did all the hard work herself. But I will tell you, I've worked with this woman on the road for years. Four years. I absolutely love her like a daughter. I honestly do. And and, and I, I get critical of her the same way I do my daughter. Like, I don't like the pictures. If, if she has makeup on, I go, whoa, what are we doing here? She is the best. She is um, had one of the top specials of 2020 with Quarter Life Crisis. She is touring massively. Uh, now that things are opening up, you can find her in a theater. And I would get tickets quick because they will sell out immediately. She's one of the, I say she's one of the best youngest comics working. I only say youngest because I think she's so young, but she's probably just your age. So don't think that you're listening to a child talk. She does have one of the best TikTok games out there. She has blown up. She is, we talk about that. We talk about how she used the pandemic to kind of better herself and her career and her work. We talk about a little bit about depression and what kind of what that's been like for all of us in the pandemic and specifically her. And we talk about a bunch of stuff. She's like, she is like a daughter to me because I run to her and ask her questions about things I don't know about. I'm like, well, tell me what this is. And she's like, oh God, here we go, old man. I absolutely adore her. She is fantastic. I'm very lucky to have been a part of her career at the beginning. Ladies and gentlemen, stand-up comedian, Taylor Tomlinson. Ladies and gentlemen, the most successful comic during the pandemic. Are you introducing yourself? No, it's you. Are you I kidding? I think it's you. Every time I can turn on fucking TikTok, it's you. How much material do you have? Like, <laughs> I, like I, you know what's crazy is I toured with you. Um, I just brought you here to talk, tell good stories about me, about what a good person is. So when the cancel culture comes for me, I got this oh. interview. Oh, no, That's I all know. I'm, I'm, I'm just loading these up. <laughs> the um, uh, No, every time I turn on TikTok, it's you doing a new bit. Oh, that's like, so nice. I'm fucking, I'm sitting here going like, I like, I write a lot. I, I legit write a lot to the point. I remember Segura saying one time, he, Bert has written, has forgotten more than that guy has written. Right. I write a lot. I, I just, it's the way my brain works, but man, you are fucking killing it. Oh, thank you. I did a lot of outdoor shows. Um, I did a few in like December and I filmed all of them and just tried to do a lot of like crowd work and stuff and like short jokes and like you know, things that you tweet. I just tried to get on camera. And then I did that uh, in La Jolla like a month ago also. So I have some clips from that as well. And just trying to. And you're still touring right now. I'm touring now. Yeah. Just got off the road. Just got off the road. I was just in Des Moines. I did. Des Moines Funny Bone? Yeah. Ooh. Alicia? Yeah. I love that club. I know. It's really great. I love that club. Yeah. It's awesome. I did. Um, I did the outdoor tour with Whitney I did like 19 shows that were outdoors in Philly in September. That was like my first 19 shows, shows in Philly back. that were outdoors. Uh-huh. With like 50 to 75 people, which is why we did so many. Heli uh, not helium. Uh, um, Punchline. Live Nation. Mm -hmm. Punchline. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. And then we did the like drive-in tour with Whitney, which was nothing like your drive-in tour, which was a lot more dates. I think we only did like eight or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. I don't forget what we did, but we did. I just kept adding them because I was like, I, I was having so much fucking fun. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think you're the most successful comedian coming out of the pandemic. But yeah. I by the way, by that. the way, I, it's it's funny. I actually got I wonder if you felt this. I actually got um, I wouldn't know if I'd say the humble's the wrong word. I got self-conscious about it 
about oh. working hard during the pandemic because mm -hmm. I, I heard some guys, I heard a, couple, a few guys talk shit about me and try, like they were trying to joke, but you could tell they weren't joking. They were really upset about you touring about me touring and mm -hmm. like, and just being irresponsible and, mm -hmm. and I, which I wasn't, I'm sure if you did the tour, you know, we stayed in a bubble. We did never left our bus. We oh, yeah. were fucking safe as shit. But, um, I got self-conscious about, about not being able to stop running, like not being able mm -hmm. to put, like, is that, it was a beautiful feeling at the beginning of the pandemic when everyone was on, like, no one was getting spots. So you were yeah. like, you're like, oh, fucking, let's breathe for a little bit. I didn't feel any of that. <laughs> I I had no moment of let's breathe for a minute. I, well, everything shut down a week after the special came out. And so I was still promoting the special Wait, pretty your spe hard. Your special came out right, right before mine? March 3rd, yeah. Oh, I was March 17th. Yeah. So yours came out like a week after everything shut down. Mine came out a week after everything shut down. Yours came out a week before. Yeah. Or mine came out a week before everything shut down. So I did a bunch of press like in New York City the week before and then had all this press lined up. And then like, I remember I was at KTLA the day everything shut down that morning and they kept going, oh, sorry, we just have to push your segment because there's just a lot of COVID news coming out like we just have to get and they i was there for like two hours and then they were finally like can we just reschedule maybe because yeah it seems like something big is happening all our press went away all my yeah. press for my special went away immediately and i was and and that gave me a panic and that's when i came up with the idea because i was like i was like i can't i can't just sit here yeah like i don't know i like in my head i was like you know this like special comes out you tore that you tore mm -hmm. like that's that's when you're selling tickets yeah and I just was like, I'm not sitting on my hands. I remember when I called I, when I called Newsfora. Who who's your is Nick your agent? Yeah, yeah. I called Nick, and I remember Nick and Judy. I was like, I want to do drive-ins, and Nick so did, smart. just the, the fucking sound in his voice. He goes, "That's not a thing." Yeah, you made that a thing, <laughs> dude. I, I I can tell you when we got our first offer. I was walking out there. I was walking right out there in that uh -huh. yard, and our dog Izzy ran into my leg and knocked me down. And I thought I blew out my knee. Oh, shit. and I took the whole call with Nick about doing the tour, and I thought I blew out my knee. And oh, I was like listening, gosh. going like bending my knee, going okay, okay. And then you know, and then the re the rest is history. But it, I talked to Bargazzi about it. It was funny shit. Yeah, like the idea of getting out and being and doing things and allowing people a safe way to get out was yeah. fun as fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think everyone who was on tour with you said the same thing. I forget who I talked to. Oh, I talked to Stephen Fury who did yeah. shows. The, and he was like, oh, it's like so special. It's like nothing else. Oh, it was, it was I miss it. I miss it. I'm going to try to, um, I have an idea that I haven't really unveiled yet, but I'm going to try to do something, replicate it once a year, something similar. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't really figured out it out how it's going to work, but I, but I have, I, I can't stop my brain from thinking. Yeah. So like the first week was first two weeks was like really cool. So, oh, of lockdown. Yeah. 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 No, it's fun. <laughs> I feel good about disappearing for the next four years. Cause I spent some time with my daughters. Yeah. Can I tell you what I think? I, I, I've always said this to you and I, I don't know. It's been very poignant lately. I've always told you I don't like you with makeup on. I don't like you when you look pretty. I, oh. It bothers me. I, like I don't. I I'm only wearing like makeup you. right now. Yeah, Are you know, uncomfortable? No, no, no. I'm not. Oh, you mean like you mean like photo shoot? Or got, you mean yes. I get. I've gotten comfortable with it. Okay. But very early on, I know you as no makeup backpack. I wear makeup. Leather it's jacket. It's just not a ton of it. Right. Yeah. 
it's I know what it is. It's Georgia. Yeah, I look like your daughter. Yeah, and I and it makes me uncomfortable yeah, to watch people, her grow up. Oh yeah. Like I'm, it's, I, I don't like it. I really don't like it, and I definitely don't like that you guys have similar fucking opinions about the world. <laughs> We're both like, maybe don't say that, dad. Ooh, I got lit up. <laughs> I got lit up oh, about no. Elliot Page oh, in my kitchen. Bert. I was I was just I was just talking. <laughs> I wasn't even saying anything. I was just talking. Mm -hmm. And I and it was a day. And by the way, first of all, I'm a huge Elliot Page fan. Right. Like I like everything he has done, like yeah. but right now we're obsessed with uh Umbrella Academy. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And I'm just talking like a person would talk in their house. Right. Not on a platform. Just like a person would talk in their house. And and it's all of a sudden fucking this little snitch pops up and is like, hey, you can't say what you just said. And I was like, but what? And I was like, hold on. I'm working out yeah. an idea. Like I got to I got to be able to. I, you can't expect me to have the perfect idea when shit happens that I have all the right takes on everything. Right. And right. that's what's happening right now in this world is like everyone needs to have the perfect right take and yeah. if you say something a little off center you better make sure no one's around to hear it of course but that's i think that's the benefit of having daughters is that they can call you out on it in private and you go oh good i'm glad i didn't say that in front of yeah. people who don't love me enough I didn't even to say tell anything me bad. for the record i didn't even say anything i'm bad. sure you didn't I'm i know sure. i really didn't i really <laughs> didn't i really didn't and that's what bothered me is i was right. like i was and is sometimes it you know goes a little far mm -hmm. um but I, I was just talking. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I don't want to learn from kids. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. Cause I was, I was walking today and I was like, I would like, I loved your approval of things when I had an idea that was off center mm -hmm. and you liked it. Mm -hmm. I liked your approval. Mm -hmm. And that, and this, and then there is a real correlation between you and Georgia, because I do, I do feel like, I do feel like I, 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 toured with you and you probably toured with a lot of guys more than me but like i feel like i toured with you when you're your formative stages and i feel like uh and i and i and for some reason i it was just like quiet taylor and then all of a sudden you know you're as as big an act as i am i mean you're selling as I many mean, tickets as i that's untrue but i appreciate but, it. no but i mean and and then you go shit man I, it's hard to be cool with like i i'm i'm amazed that people can do it you know like yeah. talk to people that are younger than them that are doing what they're doing better. I mean, your social media, like I thought I was so good at social media and I look at your social media and you're fucking killing it. Oh, thank you. That was something I worked on during the pandemic. You I really mean, did work on. It's so hard because it was all you had for months and months. And when we went into lockdown, I mean, Sam and I were dating at the time and like we're both workhorses. So we were like, first day we're like we're gonna make a web series like we're yeah. gonna do a podcast like we did a lot of stuff together that i'm really proud of that like and we both had specials that had just come out so there was no like let's just chill i mean that was chilling for road comedians is like mm -hmm. we're home every night that's awesome <laughs> like yeah this is enough of a break we can work all day on making sketches and podcast episodes and you know, writing and whatnot. And obviously at a certain point you're like, okay, I have to go back on the road. I can't do everything from home anymore. But during that time, I really, and I was coming off of working with social media, like a team of social media people for the special that I had learned a lot from them. So all of that combined made me a lot better at it now, I yeah. think. Yeah. Your, your social media presence, I would argue you there, you know, there's a few people 
that really stepped it up during the pandemic, myself not included. I mean, I think work-wise, business-wise, I mean, I toured, did a, t- did a couple TV shows. Like, I mean, I think I had yeah. a, I had like, but when you look at like guys like Tim Dillon and Andrew Schultz and yourself and Sam and Mark Norman, and yeah. I mean, there's a whole group that a uh, fucking Chris DiStefano, Giannis, like there's a whole group of people that were like, oh, I'm, I'm not letting up at all. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, I think I looked at people like you or like Whitney or whoever, and I was like, well, they can just chill out. I was like, they can just chill. Oh, I look at. They're so famous. They're good. I look at Ari. I'm jealous of Ari in the sense that he really does not care. Like he really, like I watched, he's, I don't even know where he is. I think he's in Cuba right now. Oh. And I, and he really genuinely doesn't care about this business. Like at all. Which is amazing. And I go, What a gift, that freedom. I I really genuinely care. I'm like, I'm not ready to move to Austin. I haven't done everything I want to do here. Mm -hmm. Like I, Tom's moving to Austin and I'm like, you're like, I'm not saying you're done with LA, but you're done with LA. Like, Mm. like, I mean, this town's going to come back and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not ready to leave. I want, I want to challenge myself at the store. I want to see that like people like yourself, that generation of comics come in and then all of a sudden I'm talking about something where I go, where I go, I got to step up my game. I remember when old dudes would come to the Boston comedy club mm-hmm. I'd be like, Oof, someone's uh, been on the road. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what being an ally is for. Cause even like New York, like, and the store too is very touristy. Like the store yeah. and like the seller, a lot of tourists, I yeah. think. So you could argue that's still kind of the road. It's just like, cool people on vacation maybe but doing like the variety of shows there are in LA whether it's like more alty shows or you know the improv or whatever like I think it really helps you figure out like okay did this just work because it was my audience and we were in Des Moines have you gotten there yet yeah, and it's so much fun. It's like way better. <laughs> it's way better when they see you on purpose. I thought about you because I was in Des Moines and like it's obviously we're at half capacity and whatnot, but we added, you know, a show or two or whatever. And it's uh, I emailed Robbie and I was like, man, I was thinking about the last time I was at this club in 2019 and how different it is to do it to like a sold out weekend of people who all bought tickets on purpose to see me. And I'm like, thank you so much for like changing my life. And I really was panicking when the special came out and everything shut down because I was like, oh, I mi- I missed it. Like I missed the I'm yeah. going to miss the window. And when I come back, when all this comes back, like you have to be famous already. So I I hope this special does OK to carry me through to the next level. But I thought I was like, I think every comic felt that way. That wasn't at like your level that was like, oh, I'm done, I guess. I guess I didn't make it. That's funny. I, 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 I actually definitely had a similar thought where I went, I had a cool run. Really? Yeah. Well, wow. that's why I just that's why I just started doing like a lot of my decisions artistically are based out of panic. Yeah. So not panic, but um, but like necessity, obviously, but. So, um, so you know how like uh, you ever seen celebrities tweet? Uh, I've always found this comical. Tweet whether it's uh it's James Woods or or uh, the uh, the other lady um uh who's the one that played in Sam uh Alyssa Milano James oh. Woods or Alyssa Milano okay like sometimes I go 
I don't mean this shitty. I just mean this as an observation. I will see them tweet sometimes like about something obviously very political that that they um, stand behind that is kind of a no-brainer. Like, you know, I think all women's rights should be right, decided right. by women. And you're like, yeah, no shit. And I mean, I'm not, I say no shit. And sometimes I see that and I go, that was them wanting to be a little more creative. And they said that platform, or James Woods, um, our, our rights are our rights. You take my gun out of my bloody hand. Whatever the fuck they say. I don't really follow any of that. But I see sometimes celebrities tweet out stuff or post videos. This is who you should vote for. And I sometimes I just go, yeah, that's not definitely not why people line up to see you at a club mm -hmm. is hear your politics. But I understand that need to want to post. Yeah. That need to want to post is very real. Yeah. And I, I sometimes have done that with the with what's going on with the fucking Asian hate crimes. I'm really yeah. upset by it. I but I maybe it's right or wrong but uh, but our you know our best friends are asian our best our family's best friends that who we've grown up with my mm -hmm. kids have grown up with my best friends are asian and i it bothers me it really bothers me my my job is not to just tell you my politics or tell you that that's horrible you should know right. that that's horrible if you don't know that's horrible i'm not getting through to you but with comedy i might right like that's because that's my skill set Right. Right. Yeah. Like my skill sets being funny or coming up with an idea to sh of a video to shoot that, and I'm never put like politics into my my material. But if I if I but that's my job. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. But I think you're always doing that. Like I think being funny all the time and providing people with content, like doing all your how many podcasts do you do a week? Sixteen. Like <laughs> you put out all these podcasts every week. You put out funny videos. You're making movies and specials and whatnot. You do all that so that when you want to post about something important that you feel strongly about, everyone's like, oh, okay, maybe I should pay attention if yeah, he's but, posting about it. Yeah, but it's 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 also, you know, I don't know. I was brave when Gaffigan did it, I thought. Yeah. I was really impressed with Jim because Jim doesn't do that at all. Yeah. And I'm not saying there's cowardice in why I don't do it. But it's I just easier feel like, not to. Yeah, well, yeah. It's well, it's easier also, it was, hang on, that's not easier not to. Mm -hmm. If you look at that day where everyone posted... The black squares. Right. Which it was we not easy to not post that. Which we square. weren't supposed to do it. What? We weren't supposed to do the black square thing. Because I did it and then everybody was like, oh, you're not supposed to do that because you're actually just taking up space posting. This So now everybody's feed is just like a black square. And it's not actually saying anything or amplifying people that need to be amplified. And I was like, oops, sorry. Like, it's just, you know. Well, I felt I felt. I felt like it wasn't my place to post a back square because yeah. I didn't have a story to share. Right. I, I should be listening. Yeah. I've gotten in so much trouble for listening. You have mm. no idea. I did a podcast with Ashling B. Um, you know who she is? Uh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. She did the 15s with me. I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. And she came on my podcast and lit me up, like lit me up about representation at the comedy store that there weren't enough people of color and there weren't enough women or whatever it was. Oh, yes. And I it was about mostly this. about women. And I, I just listened. Yeah. So I thought that was what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Just listen. And boy, not one person wanted me to listen. <laughs> really? No one. Who got mad at you? Every, every comic at the store. Everyone that really? worked at the store. Well, you can't criticize the store, Bert. The store is all powerful and no, all knowing. Well, listen, the, <laughs> but it's the women that worked at the store. They're like, how oh, can she yeah. say that women don't work? I work at the store. Right. And she was like, There's, she's saying that because she doesn't work there. I work there. You know, like right. I, I've busted my ass to get in there. 
Did she say there are no women or did she say there weren't enough women? There weren't enough women. It's which you, right. could, you could say that easily there's not enough women in comedy. Right. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. yeah. And in, any, well, there's a lot of women and there's a lot of women in some fields. I'm I mean, sure. in comedy. I mean, in like any, oh, yeah, any yeah. club or any show. It's so funny that men's that, that there is a type of man that thinks that women aren't funny. Yeah. I mean, that's the fucking funniest thing I've ever heard. Right. Is that there would be a dude. Like what kind of women does he date? I don't know. If I see a comment like that online, I'm like, that's a bot, right? Like, that's not a real. That's what I, can I tell you? I've been saying that so much mm. that I go, there's not really someone that does that, right? I mean, I know there are, because again, you get comments every once in a while and you're just kind of like, all right. Like, it's so ridiculous. I don't think anybody even cares anymore because it's so stupid. It's, is, do you, do you find that you get negative comments from like, of, of from guys thinking you're taking a guy's space um like just people online yeah, or like because like, your quarter life spe quarter life crisis was one of the best specials i've oh, seen thank you thank you for watching it by of the way of course i watch I the people i like thank you like i've, I've, I've worked with you all the time i love your stand-up i think your stand up super you. smart super fucking funny super ballsy i love the direction you're going but is there were there people were there did you get I mean, I get people that go, this guy's just a drunk alcoholic who takes his shirt off. Right. And you're like, clearly you just missed. You didn't listen to it. Right. Or you, and you're or like, you're... Leanne, that's very mean. Why would you say that? <laughs> but were there were there men that came at you? Because I know Whitney gets a lot of shit. Uh, yeah, no, nobody. I don't know. I, You and I, I think, are very similar in that we go, yes, we know we work very hard. We we show up, we do the work, but also there's a lot of luck involved. We know that. Yes. Uh, we I feel a lot of that. guilt. Yeah. You feel a lot of like guilt on some level for being successful. Cause you know, like, well, so-and-so is really good too, or just as good or is better than me or thinks they're better than me. And they're not where I am. And I feel bad about that. And it's going to keep me up till four in the morning. And so I don't know how much of it is in my head and how much of it is actually, um, happening. Uh, you know, it's, it's never like, and it's never so like in your face. I think that's the fucked up part. I think you probably know this better than anyone is like people make like comments or people will tell you someone made a comment and you go kind of like, all right. Now, most of my friends in this business are like, oh, I don't hear anybody say shitty things about you. And you're like, well, they're not going to say it in front of you. Like it doesn't yeah. make you feel any better when your friends say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's uncomfortable. Like I've lost friendships in this business that I still kind of don't, I don't know what happened exactly. It's like, here's what I'm realizing. People's feelings about your career are about them. Mm -hmm. And it's about them feeling like they're not where they want to be and them frustrated that they're working so hard and they're working just as hard as you are. And exactly they, as hard. Exactly as hard. They you could you could argue they deserve it as much as you do. But there's no deserve in this business. There's just what what is. There's yeah. no deserve. You have to work really hard. You have to be really talented and you have to be really lucky. And the people who get bogged down in like being really bitter and angry that they are not where you are or where I am or or whoever that they deem to be beneath them. I think it just makes them miserable. And I, I got to a certain point where I was like, I can't let them be miserable in their bitterness and make me miserable because I yeah. know it's happening. Like it doesn't, 
there's no point dwelling on it because it's not, it's not about you and it's not about me and it's not them going, you're trash. It's them going, God, why can't I do it? Why is nobody giving me the opportunity I deserve or I've worked so hard for? And it's, it sucks when you catch that flack mm. and because it, it hurts your feelings and you're very sensitive. I'm the most sensitive I'm person. so sensitive, but I, I've really lately just been trying to go like, you know, that's fine. It's not about me because I think I used to go the opposite way where I went too far and I went, you're right. I suck. Why would I, why would I think it was okay for me to do that? Like I used to say it before anyone else did. I was like, well, so-and-so is way better than me. And of course it's fine. And it's like, this business is so subjective. Everybody's so different. You can't even say at a certain point, so-and-so is way better than so-and-so. It's like, these are different people. So if there's a guy looking at me going, why the fuck are you on Netflix? And I'm not, I'm going like, we're not the same thing at all. I didn't take your spot. Cause I'm not, there's like three comedians that are similar to me in the industry's eyes that could be mad at me maybe. And it's like women around my body type and height who have been doing it a similar amount of time. Like that's who can be mad. Like you can't be mad at me if you're like just a, a guy, just like a road dog who's been doing it forever because the business was not going to cast us in the same. We're not auditioning no. for the same part. This podcast is brought to you by Tushy. God, I wish I had Tushy here in Serbia. Man, my ass has not been great. It's not the greatest toilet paper. And Tushy sprays clean water on your ass. The bidet system is fantastic. And I genuinely miss it. I feel like I'm just spreading shit all around my ass cheeks as opposed to cleaning it, hydrojetting it off my ass. Tushy helps your bum stay clean and fresh all summer. Oh, it is swamp ass season out here. Get your business with a pre precise, angled, steady clean stream nozzle that self-cleans starting at only $99. Tushy Bidet installs in just 8.5 minutes and requires no electricity or additional plumbing so you can have a clean butt this summer. Attach Tushy to your existing toilet, drop trowel, and watch your anus say, wow. If you don't like the idea of cold water on your anus, Try the Tushy Spa 3.0 for added bonus temperature control. Oh, warm water on my asshole. I love it. Go to hellotushy.com slash birdcast to get 10% off your order and free shipping. This podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. I wish I had HelloFresh here in Serbia. It's overwhelming. So, you know, when you live in a house, you have the stuff that you've had for years, you know, for months. When you're here by yourself, I go to the grocery store and I got to be honest with you, it's overwhelming. It's genuinely overwhelming. HelloFresh cuts out the stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. They also have these quick and easy meals for 15 to 20 minute meals, dinners, breakfast on the go, and more easy options for the busy lifestyle. That is me. They offer 50 menu and market items each week, including ready-to-eat salads. That would be so fucking great. Just a ready-to-eat salad sandwiches. And soups are something for everyone to enjoy. These are recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Dude, I cannot wait to get home to L.A., sit down with my family, and eat a HelloFresh dinner. This, <laughs> if you, I'm, like getting, I'm getting homesick right now. Go to HelloFresh.com slash BurtCast14 and use the code BurtCast14 for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. How can you beat that? Go to HelloFresh.com slash BirdCast14 
and use the promo code BERTCAST14 for up to 14 meals plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. The conversation was also had about like uh, uh, diversity in those 15 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. Or the 30 minutes. Yeah. And I felt like going, you guys, it's, I, I, I that's always been there. Like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, sure, I guess maybe in like the 80s and 70s, it was just white dudes, mm -hmm. you know? I've always seen diversity and I've seen guys, like people forget very clearly, like Dane and I are the same age. Like oh, I, yeah. I was Dane, like, and Dane is that's argue, such a good example of this business. Yeah, and and I I watched, I watched Dane blow up, and I there's no and I watched people trash him. Yeah, I mean I I would never want to say that to I'm sure Dane knows it, but people would trash him. Yeah, people would trash him, and I was like, by the way. If anyone's gonna trash him, should have been me. Right. Like he was taking my spot. Like he right, was right. fucking young, better looking. Yeah. I will say this without a doubt, a hundred percent funnier than I was. <laughs> I'm telling you this without a fucking doubt. That man made me cry laugh. Bill Burr is just a little bit older than me. Bobby Kelly is my age. Like yeah. I watched these dudes, Gary Goldman, when they did Torgasm, I remember going like, God man. I would love to be on there, but I didn't, I didn't, I never, I got lucky. I don't think it's a good thing, but I think I, something must've happened to me as a kid where I was cool being, like you said earlier, where you're like, they're just better than me or whatever, whatever. And then, and then and I think it, it leaked over. Cause I remember I had a real issue with um, people talking about hard work. Mm. Like people talk, like it, it was, I made a point about, it. I talked about Kevin Hart. I'm trying to make, I tried to make it a joke and I don't think it came out like a joke. Which is yeah. By the way, which was is innocuous. Kevin's never going to get upset by it because right. Kevin knows what a comic is. Right. But like you know, you also got, he's pretty busy being yeah, like the most successful. successful comic in the world. <laughs> but yeah, like but I've known Kevin for a while, so right. it's he's not. It, there's no upsetness in it. But I don't think he's sitting up in bed sweating. Like what did Bert Kreischer say? I think he would be like he would be like oh Bert Kreischer's still doing comedy. <laughs> I would be shocked. <laughs> I thought he gave up to have a family. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize you could do both. <laughs> oh, but yeah, like I, I had a problem with people who said they worked hard because I knew that it, hard work wasn't the thing. Right. Because so many people are working hard. Yeah. The thing is just that one lucky break. Like you need like seven of them, really. Yeah. Now you do. You need seven. Yeah. You have to realize that. You know, I look at Joe as like a huge example of this is like, and you can be put on timeout for a little bit. Mm -hmm. The industry can just go back then. What's crazy is I guess not anymore. That's so funny. Back then, if you did something that they didn't like, they put you on TV timeout and then oh. you didn't work for a little bit. Oh, but now you can just start a podcast and just go, fuck it. I'll make my own thing. Right. You know? Right. And like Dane blowing up way before you, it's not like that took away from you blowing up now, you know, like I, was, I think it behooved me to watch him succeed, watch the way he run his business. Yeah. I've, I've always been a fan. I've said this too much. Todd Glass says, if you say something a lot, you got to figure out why you're saying it. Mm. Right. He goes, uh, he was talking about, I think he said this. I don't know. I think he said it publicly. Uh, he goes, Jay Leno always says, I never spent my Tonight Show money. Mm -hmm. He's like, why Why is he saying that? If you say it a, a lot, you, you've heard him say that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've heard him say that. So you know he says it a lot. Why is he saying that? And I was like, that's an interesting point. One of the things 
I have always said is I'm a I'm a fan first. Mm. I don't know why I say that. I'm a fan first because I think I go, I'm very cool with learning from someone or learning how someone's doing something mm. and going like, okay. Like, I don't think I'm the most talented guy in the world. I'm not the most innovative guy. I'm not the most brilliant guy in the world. But like, but I, I've seen times when I've missed the boat. Like Dane pulled me aside and walked me through how to get a MySpace account. And right. I chose not to. Right. I mean, and then a week later, I was doing Coke with the guys that were programming MySpace. Wow. Pro, and they go, Do you know Dane Cook? And I was like, I do. No, right. You think within one week, Dane sits me down. We had this period like three days where we hung out right when he got this movie. Yeah. He sits me down and tells me about MySpace. And then that weekend, wow. I'm doing Coke with the guys that are programming MySpace. Wow. In Venice. You'd think I would have gone, Hey, man. That's two times. Yeah. No. Wow. Didn't get a MySpace account until way later. Never got a good top eight. Wow. Which yeah. is so funny because you're saying I'm not innovative and how I, oh, I feel bad for working through the pandemic. And it's like, do you know how many people did drive-in tours because you did one? Because uh, that wasn't a thing. No, it wasn't a thing. But but I but yeah no I I, I think it was going to happen sooner or later. Right. I just I don't I don't think I think that someone would have come up with the idea i mean again that's you just going i'm i'm not that great but i'm, I'm more comfortable there i'm more comfortable in failure yeah. than i am success isn't that interesting yeah i think i think we are so nervous about coming across um as egotistical or full of ourselves or something like we're, we're scared of like being taken down a peg oh <laughs> and so we just go like oh don't worry i'm I already i'm down here like you don't have to I, i've said i've said consistently you know how like people go um come out and then they go you know i've upon a lot of reflection i can do better i can work i can be better I, i'll be more thoughtful with my words or whatever yeah and then they make their apology i do that every morning right i do that every fucking morning i go <laughs> i think of things that i've done in my life nothing nothing bad but just like like things i've done mm -hmm. you know like 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 the other day i uh, i read an article about a guy uh i'll tell you his name will you edit his name out so i don't put more hate on this guy right oh and yeah i like that you said oh because that makes the name interesting <laughs> <laughs> makes the the blurred out portion yeah. <laughs> but apparently he had been in a fraternity and had hazed was a pretty aggressive hazer mm. and i was like i was like Oh my God, they can go back to our fraternity years. I shit on a pizza box to win an election. Like <laughs> that was written. That's not, I can't hide from that at all. Like that right, was but written. that's not even that bad. Well, you didn't uh, hurt anybody. I shit, I took a shit in front of a bunch of people. Oh yeah, that's gross. But at least you didn't like, you never know, abuse anybody physically. No, I'm never, I've people. never physically abused. I mean, that was like part of the rule is like, cause I got punched and then oh. they were like, no more hitting. And then I was yeah. like, oh great. I'm the last one. <laughs> I wasn't, I was a fun hazer. Like I, yeah. I was, yeah. Like, cause it was, for me, it was more about comedy. Oh, okay. So like hazing fraternities were fun. Would you ever, you, would you, you didn't do a sorority, did you? God, no, would never. Why? Are you fucking kidding me? Why? Why would I never be in a sorority? Yeah. Because I'm the worst person. You, you're looking at me like, you know, exactly. <laughs> Why are you making me answer this question? <laughs> I would have been so bad in a sorority. My, one of my roommates, the first semester I went to college. Um, Where'd you go to school? I went to a few schools. I went to Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo. <laughs> oh, wait, I want to know why. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this is what happened. I started doing stand up in high school 
And then I was a really good student who took AP classes and all this shit and had like a 4.1. And so I was like, well, I have to go to a good school. So then I went to Cal Poly in slow, which is a great school, but I didn't have like a dream school. It was just the best school I got into. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this school. Great. And roomed with a girl I went to high school with. And then we lived in a triple. So there was another girl who we lived with and one of, she did the whole rushing thing in a sorority. So I brought it up, but I went there for a quarter or a semester or whatever. And while I was there, I couldn't do stand up because there's nowhere to do it. I went home like twice and did it in San Diego. And I was like, oh, I want to do stand up. I don't want to do this. And also, why am I spending so much money to go to a school? I miss my family. I don't like. Did you think you were going to do stand up professionally then? No, I didn't think I could, but I knew I wanted to do it and I knew I couldn't do it there and I yeah. could do it in San Diego and at home. And then, but mostly I was homesick. I missed my siblings. So then I moved back home to save money, went to community college for a year and a half, did like speech and debate when I was at community college. So I was basically like, I was doing stand up a little bit in San Diego and surrounding areas or whatever, but I was also doing like speech to entertain and like, you know, winning awards doing that. And then I transferred to Cal State San Marcos because it was right there. And I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to get my degree and be done. And uh, it's fine. So opposite from how I did college, which is fuck this. I'm just going to get over this. Right. Well, I was like, I had like a year left and I took a semester off to focus on stand up, applied to NACA and all that, got all these NACA conferences oh and booked like 50 colleges and then quit school because I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go on the road. And then I was like, right after I turned 21, I was like on the road all the time doing colleges. Uh-huh. Still never gotten drunk. Nope. Wait, what were some of your what were some of your jokes you did for your NACA? For my NACA? Yeah, like Oh was, god, like, I don't even remember. The early jokes? I remember my early jokes. Uh I had a joke about the real world. Oh, right. Yeah, I was like I was watching the real world. It's always like five white kids and a black kid. I wish one time they'd flip it. Have five black dudes and one white girl. She walks in, they're like, I um I also never watched this show, so the real world? I may not understand. <sighs> oh my god. It was like a reality show, right? I'm I'm serious. I know it was a reality show, right? Oh I didn't god. watch it. I didn't watch reality shows. Oh my god! <laughs> it was like the great, the real world and road rules was like that was the first, that was the first step of going. I have a shot in this business. Oh, because like they'll could, take anybody. Yeah, and they, put them on no, TV. yeah. You could like if you could fill it out. My buddy, my buddy Eddie Fernandez said to me a couple of times. I've pretty much put all my eggs in the basket of real world road rules. Whoa. He was like, I'm really, and he would have been brilliant on road rules. Wow. It was, he was, it was such Tom Segura's wife was on road rules. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. I, I, it, I'm telling you it was, I was obsessed with that show. Wow. So I that was, was what you were joking about, which I'm sure went yeah. over great at colleges. No, I was, I, my, I bombed at colleges because I couldn't, I couldn't not curse. Oh, I mean, they let you curse now. Oh, you mean the NACA conferences themselves? You're not supposed to curse at the conference. I was told. At the conference, you can't. I was told I got got to get on stage and I was hosting. So you'd host, do 10 minutes, and then you'd bring up like four acts that were all different. One was like, one was like a slam poet. Uh, So anyway, I'll tell you, the guy goes, um, hey, uh, just so you know, um, no innuendos. Oh, yeah. And I was like, wait, what? He's like, no innuendo. I didn't even know what a fucking innuendo is. <laughs> I'm like, what? And, and Matt Frost is next to me. Was uh-huh. my agent at the time. We were in Atlanta. And he goes, no innuendos. And then he walks away. And Frosty goes, Frosty is the fucking funniest human being. He goes, is your hacked heavy with innuendos? And I was like, I don't think it is. 
He's like, do you have any, in- like run your act real quick and I'll tell you if there's an innuendo. And I'm like, I don't have time to run my fucking act. Oh I don't my even God. know what the fucking innuendo is. And he goes, me either. This is before you could Google it on your phone. Oh, like we didn't, right. And I'm like, I don't know what an innuendo is. And then I'm like, I think it means like a reference to something or whatever. And he's like, I, I don't know. So then I go up, I do my act, I bomb. Cause I'm in my head. I'm like trying to yeah. catch. It's like, like you ever watch a rapper, uh, not curse on the Grammys when they're rapping oh, yeah. and you're like, that must be difficult. Right. 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 <laughs> um, I was doing that like the right. whole time. And then I get done and uh, I was like, that wasn't bad at all. Still innuendos. Right. Yeah. I bring up the fir- first guy. I don't know what he's doing. And then I turn and I look and the guy is uh, a sword swallowing ball juggler. And oh I, my gosh. and so I walk out on stage. I don't even think about it. And oh, I just no. go, the sword swallowing ball juggler couldn't have done it on his knees. And Frosty goes, that's an innuendo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so well, I didn't get hey, any colleges. At least you learned something. I didn't get any Oh, colleges. I do remember a joke. I remember one joke because I think I did it on Last Comic. And I got Last Comic, like, the same month I started going on the road doing colleges. For real? They found me on YouTube. And they just, like, I'm on my first run of colleges alone in a hotel room and, like, somewhere in Massachusetts on, like, a three-week run. And I get, like, an email from a producer who's like, can you audition for this in LA on Tuesday and I had Monday and Tuesday off but then I had back-to-back colleges for like 10 days or something so I was like I mean technically I could fly back and then just get go right back to the airport and fly back to the east coast and I called like a couple people and they were like yeah that's what you should absolutely do so I didn't that's how I got it but one of the jokes I had wait that sounds funny you were on last comic standing yeah I didn't know that yeah I made a top 10 for real yeah yeah it was the last season wait was that uh, I'm curious I want to know who was on that. Uh, Michael Palisak was on it because he beat me. And then because they they like put us up against each other. Ian Bag, I remember Francisco that. I, Ramos. I, I, knew, I knew. Yeah, I knew, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that one. I knew that one. Yeah, Ryan uh, Connor. On? Uh, one of someone. Ian became really close with one of the guys he did that with. And he's still really good friends with. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Last comic standing. What season was it? Uh, the last one. I think maybe nine. Is that sound right? Eight or nine? Seasons. I think it was the ninth. Jesus. I did Last Comic Standing 2. I think everyone did. Oh, you did the second one? Wow. Yeah, Yeah, I used to watch that as like a kid. Shang Wang. Shang Wang. Yes, Shang Wang. Francisco Ramos, Taylor Thomason, Michael Palisak, Dominique, Andy Mm -hmm. Erickson, Mm -hmm. Clayton English. Clayton English won, yeah. I know Clayton English. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Joe List was on that? Yeah. I think like so many people were, I mean, actually, I don't think, I don't know if he was on that seat. He probably was. I mean, everybody, what we didn't see. Carlos Miller was on Last Comic Standing. We didn't see a lot of people because you only had to do like four rounds at most because it was only stand up. It wasn't like the house or anything. Uh, so was, it was easy. See, I would have liked to the house. Yeah, you would have been good at that kind of stuff. I was so glad that wasn't the case we did a i i I was not i'm not good with taking uh like uh was someone telling me what to do Mm -hmm. i kind of shut down and uh i thought that was halston that just left i was like (laughs) um it's like i'm done the i uh and we did a show called reality bites back it was a bunch of oh yes 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 and uh i was not i did not do well in that energy (laughs) and i'm also i'm not like i'm very sensitive obviously but more importantly i'm very um I am very competitive, but I hide it by going, by feeling that that's a bad thing to be. Right. Like, I don't like being competitive, so I shut it down. 
Mm-hmm. Like I shut it down and I'm really good at disconnecting from it. Mm-hmm. Like if I like, like physically, if we do something, I get, I can get really competitive and I don't like that side of me. Oh, okay. I don't, it doesn't have as much as stand up. Cause I've been actually really great with applauding my friends succeeding and not attaching that to my success or my failure or the lack thereof. Yeah. But man, last comic standing brought it out when I did season two right really bad really bad that's so interesting see i'm the opposite because i was so quiet i was so scared i mean i was oh yeah i was like a college student i was 21 and i was terrified and i felt like oh i don't deserve to be here i don't know how i this is casting that's how i got to top 10 i'm sorry like felt horrible and okay and it was that's true you said earlier is where you go i'm sorry was and that was casting like granted i had good sets on that show but that was casting like so that's like your first credit in the business is like this reality show where you know it's not fair and you're like okay this is of course it's gonna set you up to feel guilty the rest of the time but uh uh, one of the jokes I did that I would do at colleges, I did well at colleges because I was a college student. Yeah. Like a few years, I did it for like two years and then That's I was crazy. like, I can't you really do it. You just would walk up and then they'd be like, she's our age. Yeah, exactly. I was their age. Like I had a joke about, uh, I met my my first boyfriend. I met him in community college and finding a guy in community college is sort of like finding a full bag of chips in the garbage. <laughs> You're like, this is cool, but I am a possum. Like you're like <laughs> that. W- I remember I would do that. And people like people liked community college jokes because none of the people you were performing for went to community college. They had gotten into like good schools or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, shitting on yourself for going to community college was super easy. Did you ever party with them? No. God, no. No. I, I've never partied. Have with, you like, changed at all? Like, is it like. <laughs> Have you like because you're 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 successful? Uh-huh. I was curious what I mean, car you drive up in. Oh, it's the like, same car. Yeah, it's same car. Same car. There's a scratch on the you side. You have nicer clothes now. No, oh, I have nicer clothes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like your shoes. Thank you. These are you know. Those are really I was cool in shoes. Portland, so Nike um, store. Oh, you, oh, someone just texted me about that too. Was that you that texted me? It was that. That was me. That was you. Did yeah, you end yeah. up going? I did end up going. I just put it on because I texted you about it, and I was like who got you into the Nike store? And you're like, it was a fan. And so I just put it on Instagram and then like took the first person who responded up on it and then regretted it because then I got them tickets to the show and they heckled. And oh in like God. a, in like a, I know you kind of way. They weren't like, you talk suck. about your shoes. Yeah. They were just, you know, you're like, yeah, shut up, you dumb idiot. But um, yeah, just the first person who was like, I can do it. I was like, great. Like, want to come so to a show Tuesday? the Nike store? I did. Yeah. Those are cr- what did you, how much did you spend at the Nike store? I think I spent one fifty, or no, maybe it was one hundred and fifty. It might have been three hundred actually. I think it was three hundred. I'm like something got cut in half, so three hundred might have been. Oh my god! Because it's fifty percent off. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went with Kelsey. Oh, you did. I took Kelsey. Oh, was Kelsey featuring for you? Yeah, she was featuring. Oh, for, it was I right before know. I shot my special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret time. It was right before I shot Secret Time, and uh. And I, it was, I was so used to touring with you that I was like, Kelsey is, I'm not shitting on Kelsey, but she's definitely not like you. No, like, she's way cooler. No, 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 me. no. She was, I don't, know what, I don't know what was going on in her life, but like I got done my first set and she was gone. And I was like, oh, she was sick that week. Yeah, sick? yeah, yeah, she was sick. And I was like, because like, Kelsey's like way more fun. At one point, I, I pulled her aside and I was like, hey, I'm getting ready for a special. I need you to watch my set. Oh, like, did I, you? Like, I, like, 
She was ill. I remember that. Yeah. She was she was sick because she. I was like, yeah, Bert likes you to like hang out. I, want, I was yeah, like, I I'm bad at it, and she goes, I would. I'm just sick. Yeah, and she, and then and then uh, and then uh, like I hadn't seen her all week, and then we're going to the night store. She's like, oh, I can go to that, and I was like, okay. Was that and the end I, of the week? No, no, yeah, but we ended up doing a show that night. Mm-hmm. She watched both my sets and then gave me notes, and I was like, thank mm-hmm. you. I was like, I just like I'm insecure, insecure about what I'm talking about on stage. I don't know if it is. I don't know what it, I don't know if it's stuff that other people have heard, you know, right. cause like sometimes you get in your own little bubble and you, and you don't yeah. know if you're doing a bit that they're like, Oh, just, so you know, like Chris Porter has a bit. That's exactly like, that's a little better. Yes. <laughs> you may want to get, lose your bit. And so yeah. I, that was my, my fear, but we went to the Nike store. She was great to go with. Cause I'm not, I'm not like uh, I'm not a good shopper. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm not like a, I'm I'm a very I get very uncomfortable trying clothes on mm-hmm. like I so I just buy things I just don't and she was like whoa 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 see if they have your size like put it on like I, we got we all got ultra boost I think uh-huh. and she was like don't just take a thirteen put it on your foot and I was like you oh. were trying on shoes I wasn't trying on shoes I was that's just so them. funny so I get really uncomfortable oh like you know what fucking you know what I want to talk more about this Nike store but you know what okay. makes me crazy not crazy it makes me um super embarrassed Mm -hmm. when you hear panic when you hear someone panic loudly Mm -hmm. when you see someone like uh, say you're on an airplane and someone goes my husband's having a heart attack right that energy i don't know what it does it shuts me down and you think trying on shoes is going to make people do that trying on shoes is a real it's real that realness of it it just makes me very uncomfortable. Interesting. Do you feel vulnerable in a public place without a shoe on? So I know not. It's not. It's not the fact that I'm like I don't mind taking my shoes off, but it's the the idea that someone could stop and look at you and go, "Oh, you think you look cool in those?" Oh yeah. Oh my god. The most embarrassing thing happened to me. I was looking at these shoes that apparently they're Nikes that they're Air Maxes or something. That one shoe is like red and one shoe is blue and. At the moment I opened up the box, this guy comes over. You know, they're very helpful. He's like, uh, do you need any help? And I said, oh, actually, I just opened this box and there's two different shoes in it. And he goes, they come that way. And I was like, okay, we're good. That's fine. And right then, there, right there. I go, I'll just take these. And I, I wouldn't yeah. even take size. I give them away. I go, I'll buy them. I'll buy them. Oh, great. And in that case, I will have them. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I felt bad the rest spent, of the day. I think I spent around $3,500. They, I think they have a a limit on how much I you can spend. Spent, I thought. I spent. I bought. I bought because I everything was half off. I bought. I right. I know for a fact there cannot be a limit because I wow. did not stop. I I bought all the running shorts because I run in Nike oh, running shorts. Okay. So I bought like ten pairs of running shorts. Right. To, I bought uh, shoes out the ass. I bought a ton yeah. of shoes. I bought track suits. I bought sweatshirts. I still. I have the Nike pants, the Nike running pants I bought. I brought today because my my trainer is coming over. Oh, cool! At, at six, I'm working out with my trainer. Oh, nice! And so yeah, so I brought my my the Nike running. I haven't worn them in a while, and I was like, oh, I love these running pants. They're great. I bought four pairs of shoes and like a jacket. That's what I got. Wow! So I go. Nuts. What do you what do you spend your money on? Um, like shoes and jackets. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're a big jacket person. I'm a big jacket person. Yeah. yeah Why? Yeah. Cause uh, I like to wear jackets on stage. Cause it, I just, I don't know. I you look was, good in a jacket. You look good in like you. a leather jacket, jean jacket. Thank you. I feel uh, more protected. I feel more confident. I feel more powerful. And uh, you know, as a kid, I just didn't want anyone to look at my arms. And oh, uh, Isla Kreischer. 
Is it? We haven't seen her arms. We haven't seen her shoulders in. We haven't seen her shoulders in probably ten years. Seen really? Her, her shoulder, like her shoulder. We haven't seen her shoulder in ten years. I mean, I respect that. That's a strong choice. I'll, I mean, I'll wear like tank tops and t-shirts, like just in my life. But on stage, I can't even imagine. We offered Isla everything. I mean, every like we said, you can pick. The vacation mm -hmm. anywhere in the world we'll go we'll pick it mm -hmm. you pick it if we can see your shoulders are you serious she said nope we said well then we're gonna pick where we what go she goes, I'm cool with that i offered her offered her 10 grand one time to see her shoulders wow take me in a room let me see your shoulder I, just oh my god i haven't seen her shoulder she's gonna be in therapy she's, over that she is she georgia and leanne and i have to, we have offered everything in the world to this child to see her shoulders. Well, you know she's never going to do like the cover of Playboy or anything. Like, there's no that amount of money in, your, in the world that'll make her wear anything she doesn't want to. No, she, that's like how old? How old is? Isla's Isla? fourteen. Fourteen, man. I can't imagine knowing myself that well at fourteen. We're talking about swimming. She wears a shirt, like a long sleeve hooded shirt, to swim in. I think that's great. I, yeah, you know, I don't have a problem. I don't, have, I don't have a problem with it, but there is a part in, certain part of being a family member of someone where you start, where you do start bullying them and picking on them. Right. It's funny. Georgia is Georgia shifted. Georgia was like uh, crop top. I mean, Isla and I would just fucking mock Georgia for crop tops. Oh. Georgia, I like. She's acting like a teenager, Dad. She's wearing crop tops. She is a teenager. I know. I know. <laughs> and so Isla and I would fuck with Georgia about crop tops, and then all of a sudden Georgia pivoted into this new thing where it really made me feel special. She went into my room. And she's like, you got a lot of cool like shirts, like modest mouse is a badass shirt. And I was like, you like that shirt? And it doesn't fit me anymore. I bought it. It was a fucking large. Right. She's like, yeah, you like, you have a lot of really cool shirts. And I was like, take them. She's like, I can have them. And I was like, yeah, I don't wear them. And so now Georgia, if you see her, she is in, she is like, it looks like a hippie. She's like a white shirt band shirt. That's like an XL and uh she dyed her hair red uh, jeans cool. that are like baggy with holes in them flip-flops this you know that's is she gen z i think she's gen z right so wait, what are you i'm millennial you're but i'm at the back half you're un i was thinking about this today you're uncancelable you've that's never not true you've never done anything i mean you've well, never done anything i could say something stupid i think that's what people also canceling is not real but it's it's not it's it's I, funny it's 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 real to the person it's happening to right it's real for like a week but you you talking about well someone like being outed as a rapist is not being canceled that's like that's being, being a, a criminal like, yeah like i don't have like there's a lot of like, middle ground that people seem to claim where i go right. i actually don't have any middle ground right like, we're talking about getting yeah. canceled in terms of like you made a bad joke you said something stupid um I mean, you were talking earlier about your daughters being like, you can't say that anymore. My siblings are two to six years younger than me. It's not that much different. And I, I'm always asking questions. And sometimes they're like, you just seem annoyed while you're asking. And I'm like, no, I'm really trying to understand. Like, I really don't know. And I want to know. And I feel so old. Like, that's another thing. TikTok makes you feel is really old. Like, I'm 27. I'm young, but you get on TikTok. Oh everybody I think is my age on TikTok is 24 and they're like way more open-minded than you. And you're like, I thought I was pretty open-minded, but. Oh, cause you grew up in the church. Yeah. I grew up in the church. So that's part of it. But also like, I just think like you just don't know what you don't know until someone tells you. And yeah. then it's, 
you know, like you said, it's just listening. But yeah, I don't I don't think I'm I don't think me or any other younger person is uncancelable. Or are you just saying I'm uncancelable because well, I haven't no, done you just, anything? I, like you don't stay up at night going, yeah, I've done a thousand podcasts where I've gotten high and drunk on 900 of them no. and have no idea what I laughed at or oh, yeah. said. Like, like, you know, when they got upset with Joe for laughing at Joey, I was like, I've podcasted with Joey a hundred times right yeah and i've and i find joey absolutely hilarious yeah no you've laughed at some shit i'm I've, sure oh i've laughed i've laughed at stuff i've laughed at stuff on two bears one cave where i go i can't help it man i it made me the thing about laughter is it catches you off guard right like i was thinking about doing it to you just then just then and i didn't i didn't because i was like eh, not taylor like when I said you grew up in the church and you hate homosexuals, I was gonna do that. See, but you laughed. You laughed. And somebody, I went, but, yeah, but no, but that's the point. Is like, right. is like, you as comics, we know we'll make each other laugh. Is like a, like a, oh, come on, like, right. And so, right, like someone said something in a podcast today that I that I did, and I and the I actually didn't find it funny because mm -hmm. I kind of knew where it was going, and I just was like, take it out. Right. I, I told Halston, I go, hey clip right here and then clip out clip that out because i don't think that even if that person said i don't want to be associated with what that is right yeah and then yeah. you go well shit should i not release the entire podcast am i giving a platform to alex jones right they just took alex jones did uh andrew schultz's podcast and that youtube took it down really <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> it was it's fucking hilarious the Birdcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Whether you're struggling with anxiety or depression or in need of relationship help with your relationship or having difficulty meeting your goals, online therapy might be from you. Maybe you're shooting a movie and a bunch of emotional shit showing up and you feel very vulnerable. God, man. BetterHelp helps you assess your needs to match you with a professional licensed therapist. Start commuting with your therapist in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not a self-help line. It's professional counseling done securely online. Therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area. Schedule weekly videos, phone, or even live chat sessions with your therapist. Log into your account anytime and send a message. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great matches. So it's easy and free to change your counselor if needed. It's more convenient and more affordable then in-person therapy and financial aid is available. I have been doing online therapy for a very long time. I'm not doing it now, which I should be. I really, really should be. There's no, I'm telling you, there's no, it should never be a stigma attached to talking to someone. It has helped me through very difficult times in my life. And I highly suggest that if you're going through anything that you feel maybe is a tad bit unmanageable, better help is there for you. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash BERT. That's betterhelp.com slash BERT. If dreams of vacation and enjoying the fun life are turning into a reality for you, don't let concerns over financial setbacks keep you from saying, yes, we all want to do that right now. Credit Karma helps you keep your financial goals in check so you won't have to hit pause on the good times ahead. Credit Karma's game-changing technology shows you tailored offers for credit cards and personal loans that you are more likely to be approved for so you can apply with more confidence. They use your credit and other financial information to show you custom recommendations. Whether you want cash back, travel rewards, or consolidate debt, Credit Karma can help you find offers that fit your goals. With selections of options and at approval odds, you have the power to make informed decisions. You can also look 
of credit card offers for college students or see personal loan recommendations for credit card refinancing. Credit Karma shows you each credit card or personal loan offer, including details, rates, fees, and loan amounts. Credit Karma, apply with confidence. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast to learn more. Find offers tailored just for you. That's creditkarma.com slash podcast. Or you can see your offers on the Credit Karma app. Apply with confidence today. Go to creditkarma.com slash podcast or the Credit Karma app. You know, good comments are so funny. Like good comments. When you read, like Andrew Andrew wrote in Twitter, I can't believe this. YouTube took down the uh, Alex Jones podcast episode. <laughs> and he said, uh, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase. And someone goes, Andrew, you can't be surprised. I can't believe you gave that guy a platform. He said that people should not get vaccinated. He said that the virus isn't real, whatever he said. Dot, dot, dot. I'm a big fan, but I'm just a little let down on you. And then the next comment is, he also said frogs are gay. And that, like, and like Alex Jones, I, I, I've, it's funny is that I, I don't know enough about Alex Jones to be outraged. Right. So I, I, cause I don't follow politics like that. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't have him on my podcast because I'm certain I would co-sign on everything he said, right. laugh through it. And everyone's like, do you realize what he said? And I was like, I barely was listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would get fucking hammered. We would get blackout drunk. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do a, maybe I'll do a live podcast with Alex Jones. We'll split the money like me and Tom do and just get blackout drunk. And that like, if, and that'll be my, I, I, I like, I listen to him with Tim Dillon and I end up laughing and then I'm like, am I supposed to be laughing? Right. Yeah. I feel like you just asked me to do the podcast every once in a while where you're like, we should probably, like you asked me to do the podcast. Like some people do a juice cleanse where you're like, let's just have like a day of clean eating. Let's no. just have one. <laughs> you're, I think, I think you're probably, and I'm going to be dead serious. Probably one of the 10 best, best comics out there right now. Top 10. Oh, that's very nice. And, I, and I'm, I'm so glad that my career is tethered to you because I, I feel like, I feel like that makes my I feel like it makes me a legit comic. Like, oh, you know? really? Yeah, yeah. You're, oh, you're a great nice. just comic. Like comic. Thank you know, you. there's a lot of people doing this that don't have it. Don't have the thing. You know, like you look at Tommy John again, you're like, guy's got he's the thing. He's so funny. He's got the thing. Yeah. Nate Bargazzi. He's got the thing. Yeah. Like, and then you see, and then you fucking Sam. Mm -hmm. Uh Joe List. Joe's wife. There a lot of them, a lot of yeah. a lot of them have the thing where you go, that's a good comic. And sometimes I wonder, like, uh, like I go, I, I know I'm a good storyteller, but like, I don't know. Like you go, I, I feel like I'm in my own bubble sometimes where you go, oh, I did work with good comics, you know? Right. Yeah, I think I feel like that too. I mean, it's, it's, I think it helps all of us to go like, you're really good. You're really good. Oh, good. Okay, so we all respect each other. It was right, a blowjob right. joke that I opened my special with, I think. And you said, that's a great joke. And I went, it's a blowjob joke. And you go, um, sometimes my, my wife gags during a blowjob. Oh, yes. You were sorry. I was like, you should just start with that. I think that's what. I wonder if I even put that in a special. It. I think you did. Yeah. Sometimes I think that's when, how you used to. What? Oh, for real? Yeah. I think she's gagging for the wrong reason. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. How do you write? Um, I mean, it varies. I think. <sighs> Is there anything you, did you ever think of a bad thought where you, it makes you giggle? So it's a, it's a naughty thought where you go, well, I can never talk about that on stage. 
Yeah. But then, but then, should you just not write it down? Well, you know, I've been wondering what, how much I want to say on stage. Like there was one joke that I had that was about like something I liked in bed. And I was just like, do I really want to do this joke? And I still kind of don't know. I cut it in half and I'm like, okay, I feel better about it now that it's not as long at least. Cause I'm like for the next special, do I really want that much in there? It's already so personal. So I think it's, it's less so like, oh, I have ideas in my head that I go, well, that's offensive. I could never do that. And it's more so like, oh, that's something I think is very funny, but it's just like too personal or revealing about either myself or like a family member or someone I've dated that I don't feel right about sharing more so yeah, than like I've overshared. I think I, I made a mistake right. of oversharing. And I, and I think I, I didn't, I think for lack of an ability to write, like say like a Burr mm. or a Rogan where they can pull apart a concept like the monarchy and then have a hot take on the monarchy. Yeah. You know, like, like we, we watched the Meghan Markle thing and uh, I tell you, you know, texted Bill and Tom and, you know, texted Bill and I was like, and then Bill's take on it immediately was the next day was like fucking smart. And I was like, well, I'm not going to say my take. My right. take's not as smart as that. And it's just, and then I go, so what I think I've done somewhat is realize that I am the material and I just overshare things that maybe people wouldn't, maybe people are experiencing mm -hmm. and they wouldn't normally talk about. And, uh, and then I started going like, shit, man, where do I draw the line? Yeah. That's how I am too. I, I, I have a hard time doing anything topical, even like tweets. Cause I'm just like, this has been done like for sure. Like everything's been done period, but like topical stuff. I'm like, if you're doing these topical tweets or jokes, like someone else has done it, they did it the same as you, if not better. And it's like, it's too exhausting to think about. So I'm maybe just not brave enough to do that. Um, but yeah, that's the way I write too. It's just very personal stuff. And I go, what what's happening in my life or what am I thinking about a lot that I could talk about for a couple years and not get bored of it and would maybe selfishly help me work through it? Oh, do you think so? So wait, do you write in the mornings? Do you like sit down and write or do you no. just let it happen whenever it happens? Uh, I do both. I write down ideas and then I'll sit down and actually write. And if it depends, like when I was not performing, I mean like, I didn't go up at all like in January and then most of December, like December and January, I didn't go up at all. And I couldn't write because I was like so depressed and I didn't know the next time I was going to get on stage. And it's really hard for me to write when I don't know the next time I'm going to get on stage. If I have shows lined up, then I'm like, oh, cool. I could actually sit down and write because I know I'm going to be able to find out if it works soon. Yeah, yeah. And I there are like a that. lot of L.A. shows back. Have you done any outdoor shows in L.A.? No. Do really. you have any desire? Not no, really. I don't really. Like I feel like I, I feel like I've, I worked a lot this year, and I and I'm I'm ready to get back indoors. Yeah, I mean I'm ready. You don't want to do twelve minutes in the wind. Well, I also perform shirtless. Someone hit me up, and they're like, "Hey, oh, man, yeah. uh, I had Sarah and and uh, Bill do this show. Do you want to do it?" And I was like, "Oh, cool." And then I looked at their Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, they're all in jackets and scarves." Yeah, it's cool. I was like, "I I can't do it. I'm fucking freeze my ass off." Right. I didn't think about to that. To do ten minutes, and then get pneumonia then get covid yeah yeah i'm kind of like like i have i have a couple spots tomorrow night four on saturday and two on sunday and i'm kind of like 
what am I doing? Like, I'm, you know, where like, I'm trying to get back to it, but also I like, should I be trying to have a life or something? Like, I don't know. But then you go out, you're off of this year where you couldn't do anything. So you're like, I should get back to performing as much as humanly possible. But now I'm like over committing to road weekends and outdoor shows. You guys because- seemed like you had a life. Like it seemed like, did you do Whitney's shows uh, in her backyard? Her, I did one of them. There was only three, I think. I did oh, one really? of them. Yeah, there was I'm, only a few. I'm looking at my material that I've written lately <laughs> to see if I've done anything. I re- this is an idea. Unintelligent people love sharing bad news. I kind of think everyone likes sharing bad news. For real, I don't. Really? Oh, I hate it. Like, n- I, like news that I was... Think- Stupid people uh-huh. uh, wallow in it. They love it. Interesting. They love it. My wife's family, not the my, not her dad, and not if it's you, it's not you, but like members of my wife's family love telling you something bad about somebody. Oh, interesting. Love sharing not just gossip, but bad stuff that's Ooh. happening to them. And I was like, and I just write that off to being like, I don't like telling, I don't like bad news. My wife right. can't deliver bad news at all to save her fucking life really yeah our chickens got killed uh oh no yeah all our chickens died but within one week span we lost two and we lost the first one charlotte i think it was charlotte or henrietta it was henrietta we lost henrietta and she came in and she tried to tell me and she was crying and i was like spit it the fuck out like you realize i'm a lot smarter than you and my my mind is racing with ideas of what you possibly could say uh-huh. So like I'm not I don't have Leanne's brain where it's like well if I was if it was your dad I'd be crying harder you know like that's where Leanne's brain is right 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 I'm so fucking you think you're smarter than Leanne I'm definitely smarter than Leanne really I'm way smarter than Leanne mm. yeah oh fuck yeah don't tell her I said that yeah okay I'm like <laughs> I don't know that I agree with that but no uh we we have different types of intelligence oh okay like nice save no 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 she she <laughs> she is Leanne's like a um emotionally intelligent oh so emotionally intelligent yeah she's the one her and tom kind of did a little bit of an intervention with me they didn't know they were doing this but about me being sensitive oh interesting like i'm very 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 like the, the smallest thing can and it doesn't even have to be real oh yeah it can just spiral me yeah yeah Wait, does that happen to you <laughs> yeah like what like what could make me spiral yeah oh my gosh uh, here's something crazy sometimes if somebody I think is like way cooler than me likes a post of mine, whether it's like an Instagram post or a tweet or something, and they don't usually like things. I think they're making fun of me. Well, that's so funny. I, I think, I think the exact opposite. You ready for this? I think if someone who normally doesn't like my post likes my posts, I go, so you've been looking at all my posts and not liking that any too. Of them. <laughs> yeah. That too. It's one of those. It's one of those. Yeah. I'm like, so we are seeing all of it, guys. But I don't even think I that's actually, true. I actually wonder there are people I want to text, like famous people I know, and go, hey man, you I know you see my posts, right? Right. Like, why aren't you liking any of them? Like, I like yours. Yeah. So that you think that if they like your post, then they go, then they're making fun of or you. Or if they comment on it or something. If they comment like even just like LOL or something. I'm like, Oh my God, is this like backhanded? Like I'm so, and it just depends on the day. It's if I had too much caffeine or I'm just feeling like low. Wait, or can something. you not, can, does caffeine fuck with you? <sighs> Probably. It I, fucks with me I, bad. I quit for like 
six weeks and I was like, oh wow, I feel a lot less anxious. I also like wasn't doing shows and was going to bed super early and was like getting up at like five to go to the beach. Like I was like taking really good care of myself in addition yeah. to not having caffeine. And then I got back on the road and I was like, I really like having caffeine every day. Oh, it's the greatest. It's so great. It's like, I can't imagine people who don't like caffeine, what they, what their lives must be like. I know. You just have a glass of water. But if I have, if I have a lot, then I'll get really anxious. Uh, I am, I am glad we're coming to the end of this COVID. I'm glad I can see the light of the tunnel because one of the things that was happening to me is if I had too much cocaine, cocaine, <laughs> If I had too much. I thought you were joking. <laughs> no, if I had too much caffeine, I don't do cocaine. Uh, if I had too not much caffeine. Not since MySpace, right? Not since MySpace. God, was, I, if I have too much, even when I did cocaine, I never really did it like. That's what everybody crazy. who does cocaine says. They're like, I don't really do it that much. I do it like a few times a year. No, but it's not it was, a big deal. I was always like a, like a key bump. I was never like a snort a line guy. Uh -huh. Like there are guys I knew. Who would snort lines of cocaine? Oh, okay. and I was always like, no, no, I'll take a little bit. I'll take a little bit to like sober me up, and I can. We'll have a good night. We'll be a fun night. But I would never go back into the bathroom, and I was never that guy. Okay. Um, but if I have too much caffeine in COVID at a certain hour around five thirty, six o'clock, I would start convincing myself I had COVID. Oh. I've thought I had COVID this whole time. Like this whole time, I thought I had COVID. Turns out my anxiety is so bad. I have like horrible chest pains. I was like, I'm dying. I'm for sure dying. If it's not COVID, it's something else. I've gotten tested so many times. I get tested constantly. I bet I've been tested more. <laughs> I guarantee you. I've been tested. I bought test kits. I, I mean, them. yeah. If I were, you know, look, if I were richer, I'd been, I would have been tested more. Oh, I got tested so much because I would, I, I remember coming out, and this is, and what happened was I wasn't really drinking a ton mm -hmm. during um, this year. This COVID probably saved my life. This whole fucking quarantine. Really? Yeah. Wow. We were sitting, this is hardcore secret time, but we were, we were in a bus uh, going from DC to New York. Mm -hmm. This is the week before lockdown orders, right? Yeah. Roughly going from DC and COVID's out. Everyone knows about COVID, but everyone's still living their life. Right. And I did Elliot in the morning and I partied on air with Elliot. I had a blast. Got in the bus. We drove the bus to New York. We were going to stay in New York for a week and party in New York. Mm. And I knew we were partying in New York. Like I knew it. And I got, I was on the bus and I said, okay, God, I need to be very honest with you. Um, by the way, I'm. By the way, I'm, I just realized I'm also religious. I'm thinking about putting a holy water font right there. Really? Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I'm thinking about putting a holy water font. Wow. Because holy water just makes sure that all the neg negativity doesn't come into that place. Oh. The evil can't enter the church. Oh. So once you bless yourself, then you're fine. So if I put a holy water font right there, then when you come in, everyone does little signs of the cross, and we have no evil in here. That that'd be great. Yeah. That's also what a crazy person does. That's what I've been thinking this whole time. I'm like, I wish there was just less evil in here. <laughs> Or less pictures of Bert. Yeah, I'm like, this is a cool studio, but if there were less evil. Yeah, right. Yeah. The um I so but you I, said to God. So I said, I said, God, I, I'm gonna need some help. Uh -huh. Because um we just started this tour. We're a month into this tour. I have uh three more months on this tour, and I know for a fact I have I'm not gonna stop touring until New Year's because I'd already booked out all the way to New Year's. Wow. We just hadn't announced it yet. And I said, I just need some help. Like uh 
give me a TV show or like a, a movie or something. Wow. Just to like give me a break where I can be at home and and not I think I'm gonna kill myself if I'm going at this pace. Oof. And I and I remember thinking, I think I'm I think I'm gonna die if I like if I just do this tour the way we're doing it, I'm mm. not certain. I didn't have parameters on myself. Like yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't dial it back. And the next week, we did New York, we did Boston, we did DC, we went to New Orleans the next week. That was March 14th, and uh, and we got probably maybe before that even we yeah. got the call, and they were like, um, no more shows, and they were like, all right, what are you gonna do? And I thought. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take this bus. I'm going to drive it all the way back to LA and I'm going to uh, party my balls off and then I'm done drinking. And yeah. I, I part, we part, had a great, because it was like, also you could buy all the fucking Walmarts were still open and no one knew about the pandemic really. Like in the middle of the country, they wow. were like, you're going to be fine. That's crazy. And we bought all the toilet paper we needed and Wow. We pulled into LA. Were you nervous about COVID like when you were hearing about it before everything shut down? Or were you kind of like, ah, eh, it's whatever? Because I'm the most anxious person I know. And I was like, it's fine. I was like, it's a flu. It's fine. Like my sister got swine flu in high school. Like they always do this. Nothing. Swine flu is H1N1? I think so. Yeah. I got swine flu. Yeah. Which I'm like, that wasn't anything huge. Like you know it was but it wasn't like to me i was like i was a teenager whatever uh because a friend of mine brought up covid to me in like january and was like i'm really nervous about it and i was like oh my god it's fine like ebola like they've got a handle on like we're it'll be fine like they're just trying to scare you and then everything shut down and i was like are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, this is just proof that when I don't worry about something, that's when it <laughs> fucking happens. You got to respect the devil. You really do have to respect the devil. If you don't devil. respect the devil, he fucks you. Really does. And that's why, and that's why my, that's why obsessive compulsiveness is the greatest disease to have. Yep. Cause you respect the devils mm -hmm. and you like, I, my big thing right now is when I see double numbers, mm -hmm. I know I'm going to have a good day. I just got to see double numbers once. Oh, that sounds like nice OCD. What, what that and, sounds like nice OCD. Yeah, I gotta see double numbers once. So I get on the treadmill and I run until I see double numbers. Wow. And so I'm and I see double numbers. I have to do a little by the way, this is I'm gonna sound like a fucking lunatic, but this is where my brain is these days. Yeah. And this is all COVID shit. Uh my remote controller in the in the man cave, the battery can't die. It hasn't died. It's normally dead all the time, right? Uh -huh. But in COVID, I had a rule. Once that battery dies, I'll get COVID. Whoa. So I've been really good with putting that charger that that what's called on the charger i have a lot of ocds like that where i go i'm not going to stop respecting the evil uh-huh like if i don't it's, it's the reason i'm not an alcoholic like yeah. i know people could go bert you are i'm not and i can tell you why is that i respect the evil are you I, gonna call your next special respect the evil respect the evil i'm trying to think of what to name Pretty my good. next tour do you know what you're gonna call your next special when are you doing yeah. your next special i don't know really i don't know i, I i'm i don't know i, I mean i i don't I, I don't know. I I mean I I we had an idea of when, but then things have kind of shifted a little bit this year. Yeah. And uh and I and I have a couple things I have to do first. Right. And then I may have another thing I have to do. And if those three things happen, then I'm like, I don't. I kind of want to be really prepared. Yeah. And I, like I look at some people who don't like. For you, quarter life crisis was your first special, right? Mm -hmm. And you were so prepared for it. Thank you. Yeah. That I would. Or, do you know when you're doing your next one? Mm -hmm. When? December. December? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 
That's awesome. That's you have tons of time to, to work that material out. Yeah. And to get it tight and then to tour and to tour in theaters because they'll be open and then do it. Do you know where you're doing it? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me? I don't know if I'm supposed to or not. Don't I tell mean, me. Don't tell me. Okay. That. I mean, well, tell me and then edit it out. Can you edit it out? You're okay. It. We're doing it. At the- oh, okay. Edit that out. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just to throw people off. Like, you're going to do it in Iraq. I was like, what happened there? I, uh, you- I, I was really in love with, um, I was in love with Brian Regan's last special. So good. I just watched it. He's so good. He's so good. So good. Yeah. I loved that special. That special made me giggle so fucking hard. It was awesome. His OCD stuff was like so good. So fun to hear because I don't have any of that. Like I'm not organizational. I'm not. It's not helpful for us. Our OCD is very much like if this happens, something bad will happen. I'm the same way on like a treadmill. I'm like, I have to get off at exactly 30. And if I don't get off exactly 30, then I have to get off exactly 45. Like, so you better not go over because then you're fucked and you can't get off. And if you get off at 31, then someone's going to die. And you're just, it's all in there. But yeah, his OCD stuff was so good. It was so good for me to watch that special too, because like, I think it's really easy with social media being what it is and like feeling this constant need to like churn out material and content like between TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. Um, that you forget you're supposed to work on material for a couple years. And like, I haven't yeah. opened for Brian. I last time I opened for Brian was, you know, I guess at this point, like three years ago. And I knew, I knew a good portion of the jokes in the special. And I was like, or had seen like the beginning stages of it. And I was like, Oh yeah, it's supposed to take supposed to a take- couple years, which is fine. And I, I had, as soon as we filmed quarter life, uh, which we filmed it like, I don't know, a year and a half ago at this point, I was like, I, I am not doing that material anymore. Like that's gone. Like we're mm-hmm. just going back on the road and we're just going to do all new stuff. And so I had a new hour when I was doing a new hour when COVID hit and I was, I was like, doing Damn a new it. Hour when COVID hit. sucks. But then I got back on the road and like, you know, you do 19 shows in Philly. I did 19 shows in Portland recently. Like you're doing six weeks worth of shows in two weeks and you get 19 pretty shows. Quick. So are you doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep. And two shows a night? Yeah, two or three. Wow. Yeah, Saturdays we did three. Wow, you're going to be so fucking ready for this special. Yeah, I mean, once we figured out when we were going to film it, it was like, okay, I have nine months. I can probably chill out for a minute because I was just taking every road date that came to me because I was like, well, if we can't in June, everything will be fine. So I'll just do everything. And you're like, oh, you can't be on the road every weekend. You'll you'll die. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not healthy, and I'm, yeah. I'm I, that's coming from me. I uh, starting, I mean, I'm, I, I'm gone for the year as soon as, yeah, uh, as, as soon as I've said to everyone, I, there's always been my thing is the second everything opens up, I'm gone, yeah, <clears throat> and I and I, I'm cool with it. That's how I, I, I mean, that's I, I'm more, you know, I spend a lot of time with the girls, so I'm ready yeah. to go. I want, but I, I had a new hour, it was good, but it wasn't perfect. Right. Meaning it was, it was like, it was like solid, but man, what, so what I'm doing now is I'm writing little things in my phone and in my book, joke book that I think I can sprinkle and tie in mm-hmm. that are, that's what makes a, for me, for my specials, because I'm such a more long form guy yeah. that for me, if I can find little things that make me giggle, that can connect or, or just, you know, that's when I, that's when I go, oh, and I'm not the best joke 
writer per se, but like I wrote one joke that I'm really fucking proud of, mm -hmm. but I'm in a race to get out because, or at least I need them to start taking down more Confederate statues. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like, oh, what if that's not a problem in a year? What if they just take them all down? <laughs> I had a great, I had a great, uh, a great bit about, um, about the uh, black dude's cock. Remember the, that meme that went around? Oh, that was like beginning of quarantine. Yeah, I had a great That feels bit. like forever ago. I know. And that's the thing is like stuff like that. I feel like topical stuff like that. You have to just put out sooner and you I can. Have. I have it. Yeah. I mean, you I can. I recorded all my shows. Yeah. Drive-ins. That's and that's why like, you know, if you have a bunch of topical stuff like this, yeah, just put it out like. How, so, so are you with those all those clips I'm seeing? Are those from Portland or from Philly? Um, I just posted a crowd work one from Portland, but the other ones are from your crowd work ones are good because you don't come from a mean place. Thank you. I try not to. Um, but that was that's such a go to as comics. What's when, yeah. when I started, you were raised to slam them, right? Well, I also don't really get heckled very much. Like, if you heckle me. I'll be a little meaner maybe, but I don't really get heckled that much. Cause like people are, did you try your liquid death? Oh, I haven't yet. I'll do it. It's now. really great. Um, I, I think, I just think it makes it weird in the room. If you're like really mean, especially if you're like, not to make it like a gender thing, but if you're a woman, I think it like people are like, Oh, this bitch. Like it's just easier to go. Like it, I have gotten mean sometimes and I go, I'm kidding. Like you're great. I'm obviously jealous. Like I always try yeah. to like make it a nice thing. Cause I, I don't, I would hate to be talked to at a comedy show. I would hate it if someone humiliated me, even if I deserved it. Most of the time I'm asking people questions. Cause I, sometimes you find material that way. And also I'm just curious. And also like, especially doing 19 shows, I was like, going crazy by the end. I was like, is this a dream I'm having over and over? Like it yeah. was just Groundhog's Day. So by the end I was just like, has anyone ever had this happen? Like, what about this? And you, it's easier to do that when people came to see you. And I was thinking about touring with you a lot, like these last few weeks, because when I was featuring for you, you had like just started selling out clubs like crazy and were kind of like, this is like nuts. And like, I was in awe of the fact that you could just go up and be like, Oh my God, this happened to me. Did you guys? And like, people were really excited to have like a moment with you. And I feel like that's much easier when it's like your audience to go, can yeah. we just like take a minute and talk about some stuff? But yeah, so I, the things I'm posting, I have some, some stuff from Portland. I need to just be filming every set just in case, but I'm not great about that. Um, but I, I have a girl in San Diego that I hired to film a bunch of outdoor shows I did at this like club in Escondido. And then uh, the La Jolla comedy store. I have some from that. The lighting is real rough on those. So I'm kind of like, I mean, I look like trash in these, but I guess it's funny. And then, uh, yeah, I think that's all I've got. Really. I didn't film any in Des Moines. Like I should be doing every show, but I just, See, I would love to do a residency in Des Moines. Des Moines. Great. They were, love, they were great. I would love to go into like Des Moines or Omaha and do like nine, do do nineteen shows there. It's great. Yeah, I would have loved to have done a bunch. I mean, they were lovely. Just like I tried, I tried to get Segura to move with me to Des Moines. Uh, yeah, during so right before we started, right before I did the tour, my other idea was I was going to get like twelve comics or you know ten comics, right, and move to a city, right, and that wasn't. That what that where the where the COVID wasn't bad, right? And do socially distant, 
you know, half capacity shows. Right. And we just live in a house and just rent like a fucking badass house, get motorcycles. Right. And fucking have a, and like have a summer camp for us there and then just do a residency. Right. And then Chappelle did it and you were like, oh, I guess someone already did that. No, he did it at his home. I was going to do it like somewhere else. Oh, right. Like, oh yeah, like summer camp thing. Yeah. Yeah. Chappelle did do that. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, Whitney's was like, I think people think there were more of those than there were. It was really only like three times, I think. I only went to the first one and it was really just like, the first one I went to was just like, a group of comics like trying jokes in front of each other and then the other two i think they were like influencers and stuff there but interesting and whitney's how was it touring with whitney uh good we didn't do a ton we didn't do like what you did it was did you guys have a bus maybe like no we didn't do a bus we just flew because we only did like seven seven or eight maybe not even that many we did an east coast run of like four or five places and then we did like you know, four places on the West coast and that was it. And they were drive-ins or outside socially distanced, like people sitting in chairs. Like I think we did New Jersey and that was like a big Jersey was field. The big, was wait, was Jersey outside the racetrack? Uh, I think so. We weren't at a racetrack, but there was maybe one nearby. Yeah. It's, I did. It's, you know, it's, it doesn't suck or not suck, but I'm just saying like I, I didn't, I did the ones where it was like, fucking uh 2000 cars yeah i did not like we did two car ones and one of them they weren't allowed to get out and yeah, i was did, like I this is a nightmare i did three of those i did oh. rose bowl was kind of like that but they they could get in their trucks and they lined them up the front that's good um rose bowl said that and tom did that and tom was like tom was like i can totally see that you've done a ton of these because i was so comfortable at the end yeah where i was like i knew like I knew what I knew what reaction to expect. Yeah. And then we did Philly was fucking ridiculous. I mean, really? Philly was the 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 first. There was a guy a quarter mile of a a quarter mile away that I was telling jokes to. Wow. Like that was a, it was insane. That was really it was amazing amazing experience. Wow. Philly was fucking amazing. And New Jersey was like that. Jersey was a ton of fucking cars, and we all sang. Um, it's also your audience like my audience likes to party like so like tailgate and party like yeah, that was the perfect fit for you and not everybody's audience I think is like that someone told me that uh, someone else who was doing them said you know my audience isn't tailor made for these and I yeah and I was like oh yeah I guess, that's a good name for your special tailor made tailor made that's like something my dad would say like what about tailor made would oh, that be good tailored to you <laughs> Do you know 85% of the people who play daily fantasy sports lose? I know that I definitely have lost a lot. Is that really surprising? That's surprising to you? It's not to me. The game is rigged against you. You're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts who have more tools and more time than you do. You don't stand a chance. Introducing Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the players, the player in control and winning within reach. Here's how it works. Stat Hero shows you their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup. You name your stakes, winner take all, you have the advantage. Stat Hero is showing you their lineups ahead of time. No one else does that. Um, this is overwhelming. This is, I mean, this is insane <laughs> that they're showing you their lineups ahead of time. Come on, bro. I know I can win at this. You're in total control. Stat Hero is is DFS. 
the way it was meant to be, one-on-one. Play Stat Hero now and change the odds. Go to stathero.com slash birdcast. Sign up for free, and right now, you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of. That's ridiculous. Go to stathero.com slash birdcast. Stathero.com slash birdcast. This podcast is brought to you by Liquid IV. I don't know if you can see it, but I am run down. Staying hydrated is the only thing I can be in control of. Sleeping is not. I cannot. I mean, we shoot like fucking 12 hours and then you come home. You just literally go to sleep. But hydration is something I can stay in front of. And dude, to stay hydrated, you know how many glasses of water you have to drink? That's ridiculous. When you can just use Liquid IV, if you're pushing your body hard or feel run down, it's extremely important to stay hydrated. Make it a priority with one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water, you get two to three times faster and more efficient hydration than just water alone. I'm telling you, it's the first thing I do in the morning before my cup of coffee. I love doing it on set. I love dumping one on in, into, a, into a bottle of water, 16 ounce bottle of water, mid-afternoon. And by the way, it tastes fucking awesome, okay? They've got lemon, lime, acacia berry, passion fruit, guava, watermelon, apple pie, and strawberry. Contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and more potassium than a banana. That's interesting. Healthier than those sugary sports drinks. No artificial flavors or preservatives. Less sugar than an apple. And by the way, I've been eating apples too. <laughs> Made clean ingredients, non-GMO, vegan, and free of gluten, dairy, and soy. It's the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium. Delivers water and nutrients right into the bloodstream. I'm telling you, one stick with liquid IV, liquid IV and 16 ounces of water can give you as much hydration as two to three plain bottles of water. Get your game up. And by the way, Liquid IV has donated over 10 million servings globally uh, to um, in response to the COVID-19 products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. Grab your Liquid IV in bulk nationwide at Costco, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code BERT at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today by using the code BERT at liquidiv.com. Dude, I had the funniest fucking, I got to put this in a special. I got to put this in something. The other day I'm walking by Isla's room and I hear her go, Alexa, when was World, when did World War II start? And I'm like, bitch, you're in class and having Alexa take a test for you? Like she's- Oh, is that what was happening? Yeah, she's in class. Alexa. When did World War II start? Alexa, when did World War II end? Alexa, what year yeah. did Hitler die? And I'm like, I walked in and she goes, what? And I said, are you having Alexa answer these for you? And she goes, what? I've got the teacher on mute. She doesn't know. And I was like, oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine what, I can't, I don't know how kids are learning anything. Oh, on we, we st- they, uh, do, they do school here now. Oh, good. We had them do it in the podcast studio because we just actually did all this yesterday Normally, this is just this has just been a room oh. where they took classes. Oh, cool! Because we had an incident uh, where I walked in the living room and I hear Isla's teacher on the computer say, "Your quiz starts now." And Isla's sound asleep, sound asleep <laughs> on the couch, mouth open. And Leanne comes. I go, Leanne. Oh. Isla is out, and she's supposed to be in a quiz right now. And Leanne goes, Isla. And Isla pops up. She goes, Mom, I'm in the middle of a quiz right now. I can't talk. That's so funny. Yeah, that fucking. That is so funny. Uh, but um, yeah, so they've been doing school here now. Because, oh, okay. Yeah, we were problematic at the house. Yeah. 
And it, it gets them it gets them together. Georgia can drive them over here. Yeah. You know, like they feel like they're getting up and it's crazy. Yeah. Georgia makes coffee for herself. Does she really? I mean, she's 16, right? I didn't drink coffee until I was fucking 24. I mean, neither did I, but a lot, I think a lot of kids, this is just because I'm on TikTok and a lot of kids are drinking so wait, iced coffee. So I like, tic- do you like TikTok? I think TikTok should be regulated by the government. <laughs> I can get onto a TikTok. I How get many on followers TikTok. do you have on TikTok? I have no idea. I don't post. You don't do, you don't run it, huh? I don't think I post it. I don't think I've posted anything on TikTok. Really? I you do? have a TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I bet you, I bet you, Crowdsurf or whoever made oh, yours. Yeah, they do. Crowdsurf made mine too, and then uh, I took it over. I have eight hundred sixty-two thousand followers, but I, but they're just. I think they're just. It looks like they're my stories. They just post my stories and some stand-up clips. Right. Yeah. I think either that or these all are these all loopsies or loops. They're just going back and. I'm forth. surprised you're not on it. You're so like uh, good I, at I was, social media. I, uh, but I, you're. I mean, it's. It is. Here's the thing about TikTok. I, I get lost in it. It's so fun. Wait. So wait. Lost how do you, in it in a good way. Yeah. Wait. How do you do? So how do you? I will. I've. I've had my daughters have done a TikTok before. Uh huh. Like on my phone. Yeah. And my daughter's friends have done a TikTok, but for the most part, I think CrowdSurf takes my stories that are good, right, and posts them on here. Yeah. But I don't like this one. Ooh. This one says community guidelines violation. Uh-oh. It's Snoop Dogg. So I'm going to assume it's cursing. Wow. Um, yeah. People curse on TikTok. This one's got 1.5 million views. That's oh, good. Because it's, it's Yeah, stand-up does well. Because uh, like then, hot girls do their makeup and lip sync your jokes. I've seen that before. It's some so girl weird. Did, some girl, I wouldn't say she's a hot girl, she's a child. Well, but, yeah. But uh, I have a real, I have a real problem with age. Uh, yeah, you really don't like you like younger women make probably, you uh, make you uncomfortable, which is so refreshing in this business. Well, it's <laughs> like, just it's just like look, I, I've there's if a, anyone ever came for you in that sense of being inappropriate with them, I'd be like, that's not a thing. Like I've I've well I by the way, my inappropriate isness is just in language. Yeah, I'd be I like, say, oh, did he aggress- say something, say stupid? something stupid? Yes. Um, but I you know I've grown. You're up- not attracted to younger women at all. No. Yeah. I want, I like, like, if you said to me, like, this sounds fucking insane. If you're like, you can have an affair with Leanne, you're never going to get caught. Mm-hmm. One affair. I'd probably uh, swing by like a middle school drop off <laughs> and see what moms were, the moms there looked like. Like, that's the age. You're a famous person. You could probably call famous people and you're like, I'd swing by like, a like, middle school. Like where, where the, where the moms where are. The moms like a fucking nice eighth grade mom is fucking hot. Like I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I think. A mom of a thirteen year old. Yeah, I want a mom. Which is what Leanne is. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want a mom who's been a mom for a while. Right. Like I want, I want her to be, I want her to be like comfortable in her body where, you know, like she knows herself. Right. I want jelly on her shirt. Like yeah, I, want, I, want, I want her to have made I want sandwiches. Her to say, that I want her to morning. say no, and I'll listen. Like yeah. I want her to be like, yeah, I don't do that. I have a bad shoulder. And then you're like, okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm so glad that we have boundaries. I'm so not, I'm so not. Uh, yeah. TikTok would make you really uncomfortable then. Yeah. I, I, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like the, um, I, I'm not a fan of watching. Here's the problem is that I've, I've, I've spent 16 years with little girls, little girls that came to my house and would dance and put on uh, princess outfits and go swimming in the pool. And, mm-hmm. and I've seen these girls, 
turn into young ladies and they have boyfriends now in Georgia and her friends. And I, I think it's just gross. I think that mm-hmm. to be that kind of dad and, and so I, I just, it's, I, by the way, also, and I, I think this should be normal. I'm not, that's not the thing I'm into. I'm into like, like Leanne, like mm-hmm. I want like, like I saw a picture of, uh, like I, I might, I'm upset that MILF porn isn't actual moms. Like, <laughs> You know, like uh, they go milf porn, and I'm like, nah, she's not a real mom. I want a real mom. That's like so I want funny. someone who ha- who covers their belly a little bit. You know, like I want right. uh, I want a sloppy decolletage. <laughs> like, I'll tell you, what I think smoking hot uh-huh. because of her momness is Jennifer Garner. Oh yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer Garner, Garner she's as so a mom, hot. like Regardless. as a mom, yeah. like the fact that she like puts on like it's like you think her feet probably smell. You know, like she just like she's got like sneakers on and she's making sunflower seeds and baking cookies. Like you're that only kind of attracted shit. to women. You can picture going Jacob. Yeah. Jacob. <laughs> okay. What did I say? Like, that's what you need. <laughs> but here's the thing about TikTok: You could like curate your follow it. Like there's so much stuff on TikTok That's not like children dancing. Like I don't see those videos. I don't like I, I, I anymore. I, I see you. like people traveling and like, you know, so married you couples comes, pranking each is, other. This is Will Smith. I don't like seeing Will Smith on TikTok. Oh, is Will Smith on TikTok? He's dressed up as a leprechaun. Like I, Every, go, I mean, I don't know why I'm surprised everyone's on TikTok. I'm now. like, you're better than that, Will. Like, you're fucking a movie star. He probably has more followers. Than fucking, I'm sure he does. I'm not, <laughs> but I'm like, come on, Will. Come on, Will. Every man. time I do like a trend on TikTok, I'm always like, that would be fun. I should do that. And then I'm always embarrassed and I always delete it because I'm like, you're a grown I'll, t- up. I'll tell you what I don't like. I'll tell you what, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't like this this trend I've seen on TikTok of uh, dudes in like tight fitting shirts with jeans on with a like a, a nice like hunting cap uh, dancing like they're I sexy. Seen that. Uh, I see a lot of those. See, that's like, so interesting. Everyone gets such different stuff. I see this one dude. I see this one dude on Instagram all the time who's uh-huh. got tattoos all over his face and it's like scarred tattoos across his eye and uh-huh. he like is a model and he holds up puppies and stuff oh like i just go like it's so fascinating to me because i go what's your like what so what's where does this go from here where does this go i know i do that too where i'm like but what's your plan like yeah. are you just gonna put on makeup forever like is that the career move like, like- I, I end up yeah i end up going i need to like I'll, t- I'll tell you who exactly who i follow on uh on tiktok because um this is who I follow. Okay? okay. How do you can you follow fo- show your followers? Yeah, yeah. Uh following. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This one dude, oh, uh Letter Kenny is a fucking hilarious show. It's in Canada. I saw it one time high and I couldn't stop laughing. Okay. This DJ, it's on here. Is that who you're looking up? Yeah, is there's this DJ Oscar Wilde official, and he okay. does mashups, and they're really fucking good. And uh, and I okay. I want to I want to I want to reach out to him and be like, hey, can you release like an album of your mashup so I can jog to them or oh, like start a podcast? Cool. This is who you follow? Yeah, uh, this, this guy pers- right here. Yeah. Do you yeah. know who? Do you know who I followed on TikTok? And who, I don't follow who, who? that many people. There was this woman. I don't even know how I found. I follow her. Kelsey Cook. Keep going. Yes, I follow Kelsey Cook as well. Kelsey Cook comedy. Go follow Kelsey. Ethan Klein. Uh, so many good people. Um, there was this woman who I followed, who is just like this like older British lady who makes like six to 12 videos a day where she's just talking 
about what current events going on or like, you know, her dogs. Like she did one where she responded to somebody who had posted about like being a hoarder or something. And they were like, I'm so embarrassed. Like it's so hard. And she stitched it and it was just her going, it's not so bad, is it? You just start right here. I started weeping, Bert. It was like one in the morning. I was obviously in a fragile place. I sent it to my siblings. I was like, you guys, I'm I'm following this woman. She made me miss Nana. I'm so sad and I'm oh crying. I'm fully crying at her just going, it's all right. Just stop right there. Let me. So not, I fo- she's got, she's got 120,000 followers. I think a lot of people probably feel like that about her. She's great. She's amazing. I, I looked at TikTok as an opportunity to, cause I don't run it. I don't like post on it. I, someone else posts, but I found it to be an opportunity for me to have a f- clean start with yes. what I wanted to curate. I'll tell you who I follow and I fucking love. Shannon Barrett Pinkerton. Her thing is Pinkerton Boys Adventures. Now I'm not really certain what her thing is. I'm I, I'm, I'm gonna try to, it's, I think, um, by the way, I'm, I'm just accruing this from watching it. I think she lives with five Down syndrome boys. I, it's, I think they're all different nationalities, so I think she adopted them. Okay. But their energy, like uh, for whatever fucking reason, their energy makes me so happy. Aww. Like to see like this one kid is really obsessed with Snoopy uh-huh. or not Snoopy, uh, uh, Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. And like, and you forget like, oh, there's like, there. that's very close to me. Like there's certain things I'm obsessed with that I get into. Like I love hats. I love like yeah. new hats. And he's got a Snoopy hat on or a Aww. fucking Scooby-Doo hat on. And I follow him and I was like, I was like, I don't want. Like when I go to my my I really fucked up my Instagram feed because my Instagram well, feed Instagram, of like Instagram you're like, it's like following it's like look at toothless people because I got obsessed with plaque oh. removal I got obsessed with Puerto Rican haircuts I got Instagram do you with, go on the explore page I don't even go on the explore page ever because I just follow so many That's I never I really I never use the explore page and I feel like Instagram's just work now so I like never go on that anymore I go on TikTok and just like watch it there's been stuff on there there are people doing impressions on tiktok oh for uh, see i gotta get more i gotta i'm gonna go on your tiktok and see who you follow i don't follow that many people look at this i follow chase tooth cleaning oh god do you follow chase wait friedman yeah 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 no he's on tiktok yeah it's called chase gets better whoa yeah you gotta go follow him right now his videos are doing pretty well has anyone has uh, I'm hesitant to even talk about what's going on with them? I know I don't know if yeah. I mean you should have him on the podcast. Honestly, I would love to. Wait, Chase it. gets better. Yeah, he texts me uh, every now and then. Yeah, he's. I mean that I, dude is. Chase gets I love better. Chase. Yeah, I love Chase. So this, yeah, I saw the, I saw this. He sent me. I saw this. Uh, yeah, he's texted me a couple of these privately yeah i told him i was like you gotta you gotta get on tiktok man like oh that's fucking you great. gotta do it tiktok makes me feel so much better like really i feel like there's so many people on there just going like here's something i wish i'd known oh i saw this we talked about this todd glass talked about this we watched this kid do a tiktok the other day and it was so brilliant i tweeted it out do you remember that guy's name halston i tweeted it out this guy was so i wonder if i followed him he did this time travel TikTok. Oh wait, I didn't even follow Chase. Hold on, I gotta follow Chase. Um, he did follow back. He did this TikTok. I bet I followed this fucking kid. That was so goddamn funny. 
and it was about going into the future about shaving his head uh was it like a loop no it was him going his previous self coming here and going uh hey what's up and he's like oh my god and it's him doing it to him like his he walks in the door with his head shaved and he's like what what did you do and he's like oh i'm from the future i shaved my head and he's like it looks horrible and he goes yeah i know and he's like can we stop it because we know it's that horrible now and he's like i mean i don't think so and he's like what if i know not to do that and he was like i think what and then it cuts back he's in the door again and his hair's long and he's like we did it and then the previous him cuts back to him and he's got his shaved head and he's like oh no it didn't have it was so fucking smart that i was like and that's what todd glass and i ended up talking about was um was the uh how many funny kids are on tiktok dude kids are so funny and you know what it is it's just there's more platforms to be funny on now tiktok's really short form i think that helps there's also a lot of unfunny kids who are just like stealing other people's yeah that's what i don't like which is not great i saw i I saw someone steal one of my jokes and on tiktok right when it when my last special came out i had a joke and it was i mean i i had a joke about hang on i'm texting my trainer to text me when you are which is another good reason to film all your sets so that if somebody comes to your show does your joke you're like Oh, I you obviously saw my show or something because I've been doing this for six months. Yeah, I released a special, and then the next day it's a meme, and it's right. but it's not. No one's giving me credit. The j- right. joke was, um, uh, oh fuck, what was it? Oh, my wife won't have sex with me if I'm sick, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, come on, oh. please. And then she was like, I was like, don't worry, we'll practice safe sex. She's like, you're gonna wear a condom, and I was right. like, no, doggy style. So you cough into the wall, right? Turn it around lunger whatever i said right, right, right. and then all of a sudden it's like sex during coronavirus and yeah, yeah and i was yeah, like yeah. i was like yeah fucking assholes yeah whatever but I, you know what i didn't even call anyone on it like because some people will be like some people have the balls will be like that's my joke and i, I go know. i'm not doing that maybe i maybe i didn't maybe i'm not the most original guy and yeah. that meme was out there for years and i never saw it and right. i wrote the joke and i'm like i'm not gonna that's the other thing i don't do i don't call people out because i go i don't want the attention back on me right like, i know I, i'm like i'd rather just stay in the fray and be like whatever i didn't yeah that's why i don't fight with people online because i go i'm not gonna fight with you online because you could really light me up and it would hurt yeah and you don't know what you're stepping into right yeah i got into a fight with these kids when i was a kid i was telling my daughters about this um they were shooting bb guns at my dad's office at the cars and the or my dad's secretary, Jan, said, can you go out and just scare the shit out of those kids? If you scare them, they'll stop. So I go out. I'm in high school. I'm like a junior. And I said, and my dad's, the fence to my dad's office was here, like this high. But it went down eight feet to their yard. The yard was like oh, okay. six feet lower than where the fence was. So I stick up the thing. Oh, hey, that's enough of that shit. Cut that out. And they're like, fuck you. They're like 10. They're like, fuck you. And I was like, hey, for real. No more BB guns, okay? And the kid just pulls his gun up and just goes <gasps> and shoots me in the chest. I was oh like, my God. motherfucker. I said, do that again and I'll jump over this fence and I'll whip your fucking ass. And I go, and they're like, okay. So they turn it around and they're like, and I, oh go, to, I go to fake, ju- like I go to jump over the fence. As soon as I do, they run away and I'm like, all right, whatever. So I go inside and I tell my dad's secretary, I was like, I think I scared the fuck out of them. And they're like, okay, this and this is why I don't, fight with people on twitter or online yeah so i go inside and i come back out to go back to do a drop because my dad was a lawyer and i was dropping off stuff over the summer and they're in the backyard again and they're standing on a picnic table in their backyard they're like hey 
I wish I could tell you what they said, but I just don't say that word anymore. But hey, right, maggot. <laughs> and I go, I go, yeah. And they're like, you still gonna kick our asses? And I go up and I sit, I get up to the fence. I go, shoot me with that gun again, and I'll jump over this fence and I will whoop the fuck out of both of you. Mm-hmm. And they're both of them pull up their BB guns just, and I'm like, oh my god! So I go to jump over the fence, and as I do, their 21 year old brother comes running oh out of the house. And I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god! I ran, I jumped in my car, I locked the windows. Rope. He climbs up the fence and he's like, get out of your car, motherfucker! And I was like, not gonna get out of my car. And that humility, that moment of getting your ass kicked but not getting beaten up, but right. losing the fight but not getting beaten up, right? That's the reason I don't fight with people online. Cause I go, you wow. don't know what you're stepping into. I talked shit to one kid one time. He was like, uh, he said something. I don't know. We even know what he said. He said something. And I just go, uh, I light him up. I don't know that he's one of the biggest gamers in the world. Oh. And that's his world. It's like these, the internet is right. his world. And he just fucking destroyed me. And then, <sighs> and then, and then like he, he DM'd me and then. I followed him, he followed me, and then he DM'd me. And I was like, I mean, I didn't, I'm sorry I didn't mean anything. He was like, I said something about go back to your mom's basement or something. I don't know what it was about. And uh, and he fucking lit me up. And then we apologized to each other. And then I followed him, and I was like, and then there's my trainer. She kind of looks like you, too. Oh, really? Yeah. She, she, Her and Georgia really connected. Oh. Yeah. And so um, he fucking... I follow him the next day and he's like talking about emotional about depression and suicide and all this shit and I was like oh fuck mm. was this poor kid's going through real shit and here I yeah. am fucking coming at him what am I doing that for yeah yeah what? that's Jaden Williams Jaden Williams it's a fucking funny it made me giggle it made me go like I'm not working hard enough really well everyone yeah. on tiktok knows how to edit and stuff like all the editing can you edit or do you send stuff to people um i send stuff to people i can edit but i a lot of times i send it to other people i mean the editing that's happening on tiktok that tiktok the app just allows you to do with like transitions and stuff oh i've never done that it's oh my god it's insane i mean there's a girl on tiktok who has like 10 million followers or something i don't even follow her but she's so popular they show me her videos all the time and she will just do videos of her getting ready. She does them every single morning. And it's just like to music where there's like transitions where it's like changing. It's like hard to even explain. But I'm like, this is a skill. Like this is. That's I want to I, 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 I want to do a putting on makeup one. Yeah. Where, you where should, I'm doing someone you should else's have Kelsey act. help you do that. Where I'm putting on. I'm doing someone else's act. <laughs> I'm like. That's really funny. See, I like I like being creative yeah like i don't like see that's my thing is i and it it sucks that you can't really it seems it's no one like when, to to bring this full circle that day that everyone posted the black squares and i uh-huh. didn't and originally because i said i shouldn't i should listen right i should instead read their stories right and then i got hate crime emails like right you are you are committing a hate crime bert your silence is deafening Wow. How dare you make money off the back of black people in comedy right. and all the jokes you've made? And I was like, fuck. And then I was like, fuck, I'll post it. And then the comments were like, you're a coward. Right. How, and I'm like, okay, this isn't this isn't what I enjoy in life. Right. Like, I don't enjoy this. This energy of people who are, are emotionally unstable, that want to fight online, that are on both sides. I don't like being in the middle of that. Right. I like to just come up with a stupid fucking idea that someone sees and giggles right you know yeah 
I don't know. I mean, I felt like I felt like part of listening was like being willing to like put it out there, like what you thought and like, but again, everybody's different. Like I, I posted things and shared things cause I felt like, oh, I want this to be clear that I believe this and support this. And also you're right. It's that, it's that delicate balance of like, am I taking up too much space here? And, and how much is listening and how much is just like, virtue signaling or just yeah it's just making you know, yourself feel better right like, exactly I so go, it's it's hard it's hard to listen when you're talking yeah but it's also like it's very privileged for us to even feel like uncomfortable and be like do i even want to get involved in any of that like that's just very privileged no yeah i was that, told i was told by my by my one of my black friends i said i don't really follow politics i don't even care who wins he goes yeah you've got that privilege yeah and i said exactly. why and he goes because no matter who wins you're still winning exactly and i was yeah. like what and they're like nothing's being taken away from you and i was like oh yeah, yeah i never yeah. thought of it that way and he's like yeah then but but yeah that's that's what should happen is to have those conversations where you go oh i never thought of it that way thank you for opening my eyes now i'm listening you know like fucking yeah i mean if if, if there's really someone who hasn't grown at all over this last year then you're you missed the whole point I know of of everything you got to everything. Yeah. It's been such a fucking chaotic year. And I was privileged enough to tour with a black man, my bus driver, Ron, who's a friend, good friend of mine. I would argue a brother of mine. Now throughout all that George Floyd shit, I had him mm -hmm. to go like to bounce ideas off. of. I feel bad for people that don't have like a diverse group of friends where you can't just, you know, be like, sweet, let's talk. I want to, I feel like this year like really helped people focus up and who knows how long it'll last now that everything's opening back up and people are going to be able to be distracted now again from uh, looking at themselves. But I feel like everybody took a look at themselves this year and was like, oh, I might not be that great. Oh, I thought you were going to say fat. I was like, I looked at myself <laughs> and I was like, I'm fat. I should lose some fucking weight. Oh my gosh. And I don't think I did. Speaking of weights, my trainer's here. I'm going to go work out. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks I for having me I again. I absolutely love you. You're one of I my favorite you, human Thank beings you. in the world, for real. Thank you for, for having me. You again. always have a special place in my heart because you look like my daughter. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> if your daughter ever stops talking to you, you can call me. Uh, by the way, you I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting for that moment where I go. I, I'm just going to put Taylor on the phone. <laughs> Will you just tell her what I'm trying to say? And then, you know me better than she knows me. Yeah, and then I'll, we'll be on the phone. And I'll go. Yeah. No, I totally hear what you're saying, and that makes sense, <laughs> and I get it. <laughs> Your dad is an asshole. <laughs> um, thank you for doing this. Thank you. Fuck yeah. First podcast in the new studio. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.